2: Hey AJ, Knight, I'm AJ Salveson. It is 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. We're streaming on 106.9TheFan.com, you can carry us around on the 106.9TheFan mobile app. Happy, is it Wednesday? Happy Wednesday to you, one and all. Midway through the I know, week. It's tough to do that, right, man? It's just I don't know. It is Wednesday. Though. Yeah, it's, it's just messing me up lately. Uh, great. We got a lot of great stuff for you today. Big, big, big game for the Utah Jazz tonight against the Phoenix Suns. That's at eight o'clock. You'll hear that on this very station with David Locke and Ron Boone, Um, first and second team in the West. How much does the game actually matter? We'll get into that. What does it mean for the Jazz if they can win this game? We'll get into that. And keys and predictions and so on and so forth. But of course, it takes the cake. Uh, That is the new era of Utah State men's basketball, which begins under the term of Ryan Odom, not Ryan Smith, Salt Lake Tribune. Did you hear about that? No. So Salt Lake Tribune wrote an article and put, Ryan Smith is ready to get the Aggies oh, back to the NCAA that th- tournament. That threw me because there's a basketball player who was fairly beloved for Purdue when
3: uh, near the end of my college tenure named Ryan Smith. And I was like, why are we talking about that guy? I think he's a Stop high school it. coach. In Indi- I'm not kidding. He's a high school coach, I think, in Indiana right now.
2: Go and figure. I- and I was
3: like, wait, did he put him on a staff? That'd be crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah, so the Tribune dialed at Ryan Smith. Uh, and it took him like an hour to figure it out, and then they re- they changed it. But uh, yeah, Ryan Odom is a new coach, formerly of UMBC. He's now here to Utah State. His introductory press conference was today. We aired it live on the station. If you're looking for it, it is on 106 on or wherever you get our podcast. Uh, it it will be there. So we've we've posted it for you. You can tune into that. But if you feel like you didn't but. get enough, this is a big butt. He's coming back for more. Uh, We will have Coach Ryan Odom here uh, live on the Full Court Press with AJ and myself. Have some questions to ask. Uh, I I mean, I don't know what else. I feel bad because I already asked him a question today. Uh, By by the way, AJ, let me ask you this. Not only do you get the job, but then Jay Billis has a little bit of a, a statement about you. Seth Greenberg, and then of course Utah Jazz head coach, because your brother is a scout with the Utah Jazz. Yep. Quinn Snyder puts out a heck of an endorsement last night. That's got to mean a lot to Coach Odom.
3: Well, I think uh, you and I hit on this a lot yesterday, and we kind of got at it with our text line because there were some Debbie Downers there yesterday. Yeah, that he is a, he is a hot name in uh, coaching. I think that usually I think you're a little bit surprised when someone like that gets the uh, like, he gets that win over Virginia a few years ago, and then he doesn't immediately jump ship. But I, I, I listened to chunks of the po- uh, the um, presser today, the, the introduction, and he said specifically he got plenty of interest while he was still at UMBC, especially after that, but there just wasn't the right fit. So he chose USU, which I'm looking forward to getting to ask him specifically and hearing him get into the details of why Utah State was the right fit. But you love that because you know – you know, uh you want someone that's in demand. He was in demand, he picked Utah State. I like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and it, that's the thing is that I love he told the players in his in his press conference today, You didn't choose me, I chose you. I want to be here. I want to be your head coach. Yeah. The question is, is what players are going to stay? In fact, two six nine seven Texan or Gil Mortgage Text line, which we open up now, four three five three three nine zero three two one. Again, four three five three three nine zero three two one. To text into our Guild Mortgage text line, Guild Mortgage, uh, along with Terry Nielsen, have been serving Cash Valley for 20-plus years, and the team at Guild Mortgage has extensive experience, wide-ranging knowledge, and overwhelming dedication towards their customers. You can call Guild Mortgage at 435-294-2480. Uh, 2697 texted into the show, how many players stay with Odom? That is yet to be determined. Uh, Fonz was there at the press conference, but when I talked to Fonz, uh, he's not staying. So um erase that. Uh I don't know about Shulga. Uh I Raleigh and Marco were both there. I'm not sure where they stand right now. I'm they haven't left yet, so I'd imagine they uh they might uh I'd imagine they might stay, but I, I don't have any knowledge or a guarantee of that right now as, as we speak. Things can change very, very quickly. The thing is, and I think you pointed it out, AJ, is that uh, the transfer portal is loaded, and you're gonna get buried. Yeah. I mean, with about oh what thirteen something hundred players in that portal, it's it's really hard to be noticed right now and and it's not saying it's not a dig against these players. It's just there's a lot of kids in there, and some of them are really, really good. So looking for a new home. Let
3: me ask you, this is probably for, it better expanded later, and I, I know coach Odom will get to him uh, coming up. but what is your opinion of that right? Because we have this discussion every year a lot of uh, a lot of people talked about one of the reasons Roy Williams, uh, wanted out. In fact, Scotty G was on our most recent uh, From the Bleachers podcast talked about it when we asked him about it. He said that he thought, uh, and it's been kind of murmuring around, one of the reasons Roy Williams wanted out was that he just he couldn't deal with this anymore. He couldn't yeah. deal with, uh, you know, what, just because a guy's under campus doesn't mean he's there for four years because of the now friendlier transfer rules. And, of course, we have this every year where these kids get criticized because they, quote, unquote, face a little adversity, and then they're like, you know what, I'm out. What what is your take on all that? Cuz you I think unlike a lot of people uh not a lot, a fair amount of people in the media, you have a lot more hands-on experience with the players themselves. So you probably have a little bit more knowledge on the player psychology when it comes to this.
2: Yeah, you know I think every player is different like in in how they handle something like this. Uh you got to remember Craig Smith and Eric Peterson got Raleigh and got Marco here. Right. Um and so maybe their thought process is: Look, I'd like to go where Craig was because Craig. I know I was starting with Craig, uh, but the problem is, is when you go to Utah, that is a very deep chart right now. And if they can get Timmy Allen back, which I wouldn't put it past Craig Smith to be able to do, that would. I mean, that would be incredibly interesting. Um, if if Raleigh would want to go to Utah, then I mean, it's just too deep of a chart right now. Uh, same thing for, for Marco. Like honestly, their best bet is to stay here and to let coach Odom give them, like give him a chance. See what, I mean, see what brings it And for, I guess in regards to the Roy Williams situation. Um, I get it. Like people are just, you know, it's, it's the recruiting way is the portal way now. Um, in fact, I just saw Eric Musselman pick up another kid from the portal. One of the better players out of the ACC conference from Miami university. Is that university in Miami or Miami university? Hurricanes. Oh, jeez. Uh, I don't is, know. Cody? Wait, what was he again, Cody? University, University of Miami. Of Miami. Okay, Let's so put the intern's—he's got all the knowledge. Yeah, no he's kidding. doing all the research. He makes us look pretty. Yeah. So, anyways, they they, they grabbed a the kid out of here from from there, and uh, so I guess I, I you got to let the coach. Get, I mean, in this situation, I, I give Odom a chance. Look, he runs an NBA offensive type system. I, and, and the crazy part is in the presser, nobody asked him about what kind of like if he's an up pace. If he's going to be run and gun, or if he's just going to keep it slow, steady, and then go, I, it's, I don't know. And that's the question, is is, is what What kind of offense is he going to run? Defensively, it is locked down and don't foul. Um <laughs> Which, I mean, I know it sounds obvious, but, <laughs> right. like, lock down, but don't foul. That'd be like, my okay. strategy, too, Audrey.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I totally agree with you because, uh, well, that, I told you, I think it was last week, um, that's one of the things, there was a really great article that talked about Oates, Nate Oates from Alabama, and then Musselman from Al- uh, Arkansas, and they, one of the reasons that they were able to springboard to such success was that they really took advantage of the transfer portal. I'm kind of curious, so I'm with you on the coaching, but what is your perspective, because... Every, I, until the end of time, I think players are always going to get criticized, football, basketball, whatever, for transferring. What do you think of that? Especially, I mean, this year's kind of written off because you got the free year, so you definitely, if you're a player, want to chase down your best opportunity. But in any given year, right, players transfer, and then yeah. you hear there's plenty of people who say, "Oh, oh, just because you weren't the starter, what happened to work ethic and all those stupid other stereotypes?" What do you think from that, having worked uh. with the team as you have, because you have? So what, just on the mentality of the kid then? Uh, that and just the general approach to kids wanting to be or more able to freely transfer and taking advantage of it.
2: Yeah, coaches don't have a lot of places to bicker in this regard because they leave on the fly, you know. That's generally I generally mean, my sentiment, like, Ra- Craig Smith did the exact same thing. He just kind of was like, well, I'm out. And just left his players stranded, left his coaches stranded, too. Um, I talked to a couple assistants today, and one of them said, yeah, it was it was different, it was hard. Um but you could tell they were bugged kind of just by the way it happened all of a sudden right and and so when kids leave, the coaches don't have much room to talk. they really don't. I'm with you on that, like um,
3: to me, it's just the it's the way that life works, like if you have a better opportunity, you chase it. I'm not saying you don't stick to adversity because nothing's gonna be perfect, but I think it's just. You got f- five years basically, unless you get a medical red shirt you got five years to put as much good tape down as you can to if you want to play professionally or play in Europe, you know there's all these leagues now Australia et cetera you got five years to do it you got to maximize your opportunities
2: yeah, I just got a text from somebody saying that uh coach uh, Odom's offense can be described as an up tempo offense that's from a uh that's that's from a friend that just texted me that uh the the other question would be. Because they don't shoot a lot of threes either, and we have a lot of guys who shoot threes, like Brock Miller is a three-point guy. Yep. Raleigh Worcester uh, loves to you know lock, load, and let it go. Um, Marco Anthony didn't shoot a whole lot from three, but it, it it you know it's a lot of work done within a lot of work done within the perimeter, and I wonder if that affects players of like, I don't know if that's my game. Make it your game. Expand. Like it's okay to be uncomfortable as a player. When change is coming, that's that's okay. It's a good thing. You'll learn something new about your game and about yourself. And, and so the other thing to it is, like, are you running away from the coach? Are you running away from the situation? Or are you running away because you just don't think you can handle it and you don't think you're going to yeah. start? Which one is it? And if it is one of the first two, stick it out because you might become a better basketball player because of it. Uh, a ton of texts come through, it looks like. 8003 he puts a photo on there from my... I don't know what that's from. Is that from my Twitter? I think it's from my Twitter. It is from your Twitter. Okay. Uh, It's time for the A.J. Sports Show. Well, no, it's the A.J. and A.J. Sports Show.
3: I prefer from the bleachers, but either way.
2: Yes. Well, if we get that Saturday gig, that'd be kind of nice, huh? Working on it. Just just saying. Uh, Leon Rose text in, you would think with his style of play that a lot of players would be familiar with it from overseas and want to stay. I agree. I would agree with that. Uh, two four zero nine. Da, 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 da. Last Friday, from the only let's see, last Friday the only two Utah State players in the transfer portal were Anderson and Kuba. As far as I know, that is the case. Well, yeah, that as far as that that's the case right now. Sean Bersto's not in there yet. Um, Shulga's not in there yet. Raleigh and Marco, uh, were kind of teetering, towering back and forth, but it looks like they're staying for now. And that's not confirmed or official. That's just from what I've heard. So,
3: yeah. Uh, We got a couple more texts. Uh, I want to explain 8003s real quick, the picture. So, that was yesterday. We were talking about putting your face on a t shirt. That's what they want to do. The The laundry
2: basket photo is the way to go. If I were to show that right now.
3: You know how it is with art, though, Ajay. It's controversial, it's meant to invoke a response. Yeah,
2: that's, and that's, I mean, that is why we need it. I mean, me naked in a laundry basket, covering up the giblets. I mean, there is (laughs) nothing wrong here. It here's is beautiful. A, here's
3: a great question. I'm going gonna, gonna
2: to actually get that photo <laughs> uh, signed, and I'm going to uh, give it to you as a white elephant gift. Uh, you're welcome. Oh, no. You'll be honored. Here's another
3: great question from 2697. What is the standard he should be judged by to determine if he's successful at Utah State?
2: Oh, See, that's man. tough because if you're that's talking... That's a great question, 2697.
3: In the long term, I think the answer would be the same. It would be maintained. Yeah. Got to be competitive in Mountain West. Got to get to the NCAA tournament. In the short term, I... He kind of, it depends. It depends on one, players that transfer, and two, what they bring in from the transfer portal. Because if it's going to take, if they don't, maybe they don't get the players in the transfer portal and he decides not to go that way, you have to give him a second to shape his program.
2: Yeah. No, uh, that's a great point. What is the standard he should be judged by to determine if he is being successful at Utah State? Oh, man. You know, and I loved what. I loved what Hartwell said today. There would be a lot of bandwagon fans hopping on to that Utah State wagon if you got another three consecutive NCAA appearances.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, again, I think you just look at not, Craig Smith is a great coach, but, I mean, Aj, you take us back in, in history. You know better than me. I'm pretty positive when
2: they hired Craig Smith, everybody was like, who? Oh, yeah. But here's the thing is he did have a resume of winning too. No, and I would hope he so he got the job. But I'm saying that,
3: that to me is the difference you've seen – in just the three years of Craig Smith, um, while Odom maybe I, I initially had to to Google his name and then you see, oh, he be for Oh yeah, that guy. And then you look at his resume and you're like that's great. That to me is already where the program has gone in the three years into Craig Smith, and that's where I think even if uh Odom maintains again the competitiveness in the Mountain West, the NCAA tournament appearances, it just continues to raise the level and profile of USU. Uh nine three one five texts in, it says if he wins the in uh, the NCAA tournament, if he wins an NCAA tournament in five years, that is the mark of success. I'd like to strive a
2: little higher than that, but that's good too. Well, you think about it, when's the last time we won in the NCAA tournament? I say we like I have something to do with it. I didn't. You're a key cog years. in this machine. I'm a key cog, yeah. I don't even get a, I agree. I don't get a ring. I'm just saying that I, I would like to strive a little bit higher than just one win in five years, but one win in five years is better than what any other coach, well, since what's his bucket was there. Um, I mean, we're going way back. I think uh, Liddell Anderson, right? But, I mean, yeah, like, Stu Morrow only got one win in, like, nine trips the NCAA tournament. Craig only got one win in two trips. I mean, technically three, it's but not two. Fair. He should have. They would have won at least one game. not Last this, year. Last year. Oh, yeah. I, the dude, I'm games, so they absolutely would have won at least I'm a so game. With. I'm still bugged by that. That's that's always going to bug me through the world. In fact, uh, I don't know if it's, uh, it's going to play here. But if it does, Doug Hoffman, the media relations director for Utah State, superb human being, gives me way too much crap, but he's a really good human being. He put, um, he listed the the achievements for Utah State. I mean, and it is amazing. In fact, uh, I'm going to play here for just a little bit. This is uh, this going to be Doug Hoffman, the media relations director for Utah State. And, and, and the achievements are incredible. In fact... We're going to pull it up right now
4: Director here at Utah State uh, at the conclusion of the press conference today we'll have a Q&A session uh, so if you have a question just raise your hand we have a wireless mic that we'll bring around and give you just so that we can have good audio for the stream and and everybody can hear your questions before I turn the time over to Mr. Hartwell and Coach Odom I just wanted to give everybody a quick uh, perspective on how good Aggie basketball has been over the years Historically, Utah State has played in 22 NCAA tournaments and has won 1,657 career games. Both of those achievements rank in the top 50 in the country all time. It's also first in the Mountain West. Even more impressive is the success this program has had since the turn of the century. Since the 1999-2000 season, Utah State has 11 NCAA tournament bids and 16 21 seasons. There's only 17 teams in the country that can say that, and Utah State is one of those 17. Furthermore, Utah State has won eight regular season conference championships and eight more tournament championships since the turn of the century. With all of that, who better to lead this program moving forward? than the only coach that's led a 16-seed over a 1-seed in the NCAA tournament.
2: That's that's kind of impressive, I mean, just in regards to Utah State basketball. Again, people are going to say, well, since 1998 you've only had two NCAA tournament wins. But as Stu Morrill once told me when I interviewed him on this very show, <laughs> I said, you know, it's it, you, you get a lot of grief for not winning, but you got to look at who you play. And he goes, it was year in and year out. I mean, we had to play – they played UConn, Kansas – Kansas State, Texas A&M, uh, Marquette, Missouri. Who else am I missing here, Cody? Um,
4: Wichita State.
2: Yeah, yeah. They played Wichita State. Um, I mean, you, you talked about like all like the big programs and I mean, minus North Carolina, Duke and Kentucky. And it seemed like at that time, that's, that's who it was. I mean, those were some of the bigger teams.
3: Well, the, the general rule of thumb is you can't win an NCAA tournament game unless you get there. So the first part, it, it's a snowball thing, right? So you got to get there. Then, you know, you get one. Because it's going to it's gonna snowball because the level of the program elevates. So if you, you're able to tell recruits, look, we're regularly there, that improves recruiting. Then you improve recruiting. Then you get some wins. You get an upset here, there. Now, all of a sudden, hey, we're not only getting there, we're now winning some games. And it just, it's a hand-in-hand thing. Craig Smith picked up the program, put it back here, now it's on Coach Odom to continue that and try and raise the profile more. They've been there. They should have been there three straight years. It's on him to continue that streak because the more times you get there, the better chance you're going to win. This this tournament was a prime example. How many upsets were? I think it tied for a record in the first two weekends.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was did it tie, right? Is that what it was? I think it was a tie. Yeah. yeah. That sounds about right. Uh, 8003 text in, what are you guys hearing about recruiting? Uh... Cody, you made that cut for us, right?
4: Yeah, I okay. think so.
2: I will look that up. Uh, he was actually asked a couple times about recruiting um, and what he was, uh, what his idea was. He wasn't very specific. No, he was not. I don't, If I remember right. Well, you know, He's got to
3: kind of get a lay, lay of the land
2: here for a second. He's <laughs> <I know, laughs> got right? a lot gotta, on his plate. And, and the other question is, is, like he's never recruited. I don't know how much he's not recruited in the West or what, but the return missionary thing too. Yeah, like there's mm-hmm. some good basketball. I, I players. can't wait to
3: ask him about that. Yeah, I mean, any coach coming in that's not from this area, it's 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 something entirely different.
2: Yeah, sorry, I'm just looking for the cut here. Quick uh... announcement: I don't know
3: if uh, you wanted to read the nine nine three eight text that said Kobe McEwen committed to Weber State. Weber State, excuse me. Wait, what? Nine nine three eight. Kobe McEwen commits to Weber State.
2: Nine nine three eight. Breaking news for me. I just love it. Making it up. I have to look that up. See, now I'm trying to do ten things at one time. Okay, so Coach Odom here on keeping players and recruiting. This is what he ah, this is what he said.
5: Yeah, I mean, both of those are the life blood of your program. All right, one coach does not guarantee championships just by me standing here in front of this this audience press conference. All right, hiring the right staff that fits Utah State is is of the utmost importance. That that's my responsibility. I have to get the best staff for U- Utah State. These guys are the most important thing that we have. I've got to make sure that they love this place. I've got to make sure that they stay here, that I earn their trust. And I think Utah State is uniquely positioned to do really well because of that, because of those rules that are getting ready to be, be put into place. But without a doubt, these guys sitting in front of me right here are the most important guys. We've got to make sure that we keep them here. Right? We want them to stay.
2: That is smart. That is really smart to say. Like you've got uh, how many kids sitting there, and there's a couple missing today. Bean was absent, and Ashford was absent. And don't make any deal out of that. Please do not say, "Well, is, is he question it?" No, they were just unable to make it. So don't read the tea leaves. Yeah, please. So, anyways, uh, the thing is, AJ, is that it's a smart thing to say. Like you got all these kids here that are. I mean, some of them, a lot of them, are freshmen or sophomores and are just beginning their careers, and you got to say, hey, look, you're my number one asset right now. You are my number one priority. Whoever I get to recruit through the transfer portal will fit them in however we need to, but you are my guys, and it's my job to keep you here. Find a way for you guys to say, you know what, let's stick it out together. Absolutely. I mean,
3: one of the questions I look forward to asking Coach Odom is take us inside what it's like to, t- to take over a program because generally – Gonna have some chaos because there's gonna be players who are like, okay, it's not the coach who recruited me, I want out. But with the transfer portal, especially, you know, it's gonna be. I, it's, I imagine it's even crazier. So I'm kind of curious to what he sees, uh, what he says about that. Speaking of recruiting, nine three one five says, look how it propelled Gonzaga. Now they're getting the best recruits in the nation. I'm not gonna say no. I think Gonzaga is more the the exception than the rule, but that's that's what you strive for is. Continued excellence to build yourself into a powerhouse program. It's very rare, but yes, that is what the goal would be.
2: Speaking of getting great recruits, how about this one? It is true. Thank you to, was it 9338? 9938. 9938. Big thanks to 9938 uh, for giving us a tip here. I've been kind of busy, so I haven't really been on Twitter a whole lot. But Kobe McEwen is going to Weber State. That is a really, really good get for Randy Ray. That is monstrous. He's a very good basketball player. I thought he did. He was great here at Utah State, did really well at Weber State, and now um, is, uh, is is now headed to Ogden. That's a great get for him, man. Utah basketball is loading up, man. No kidding. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of surprised that Craig Smith didn't even. I don't know if he looked at him or not. I have no idea, so I'm not going to say either way. But, yeah, uh, 6543, along with the new coaches, is there any way we can get a new QSU sports broadcast radio station? The one we have really sucks.
3: Look, Ajay and I have been petitioning time and time again. Get us
2: in on that. I, I know. I'm staying the hell out of this. I'm not having any. No, don't you dare drag me into this. I'm fight. dragging you into it. What I'm doing? You know what? If you have any complaints, call Utah State with your concerns or questions. And I'm leaving. I'm staying out of it.
3: And you're welcome to pass along. Ajay and I will do anything. You will shoot hockey. You shoot baseball. Cricket. Yeah, quidditch. whatever. USU. Rugby. Yeah, USU
2: ping pong. We're there. Yeah. Oh, dude, ping pong. Yeah. He slaps it to the left side of the table, now back to the right side of the table, hits the corner, now goes off the net. You can't back take a breath north. of that, can you? Yeah, <laughs> slaps him right. Oh, he hits him right in the eyeball. He's out. He's out. That's the ball game. Upset. <laughs> Incredible. Whatever it is, we'll do it. <laughs> we really do need to work on our uh,
3: uh, quidditch, though. Ugh. Yeah, lacrosse. I mean, I am a Harry Potter nerd. I played lacrosse in high school. Oh, that must have been a joy to see. I was not bad. <laughs> we played the Constellation Tournament. My program, uh, when I joined my sophomore year, it was the second year the program existed. The third year, I was a junior. We went to the Constellation Tournament. We had to play two games to win the – because basically what they did is there's like 20, 20 teams in the in the state, so they took the top eight for the state championship, and they put everybody else in the Constellation Tournament since it was a new sport in the state. Uh, my second year playing went to Constellation Tournament. I scored a goal in each game, and we won. We won the first game 14-12, to 12, the championship game 9-8. to 8. You won the championship game. consolation tournament, but yeah, consolation were you, championship.
2: Were you named the MVP? No. Then it doesn't count.
0: It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Ajay Selvason.
2: No. Eric! Because I knew you'd read it. When you exit the show, you leave the show <laughs> for the day. You do not text into the show while you're at your boy's birthday party. He's like, hey, Dad, we take a photo? Uh, no, really busy texting into the Full Court Press right now. <laughs> What is your they
1: problem?
2: were late. <laughs> I was
3: sitting in the lobby. I had to do something. <laughs> so you text our show. <laughs>
0: you are grounded. You are absolutely grounded. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The in the van. Army
6: National Guard, family means everything.
1: Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. It helped me get my job. helped me pay for my house.
2: Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard, aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. This
0: is Shawna Karen, Director of HR for Conservice. We are known as the utility experts and our culture is to value our team members. We want them to be safe, successful, and happy. We have partnered with CAPSA to present training to our team members on recognizing signs of domestic violence and CAPSA's available services. I appreciate that when I become aware of any domestic violence situation, I can rely on the experts at CAPSA to provide support. When you know CAPSA, you know
2: hope.
1: If you're in charge of hiring a company for commercial janitorial services for your building, call American Maintenance. For reliable cleaning of your business, American Maintenance is your simple solution. Curb-to-curb services, American Maintenance has you covered. For commercial janitorial services, American Maintenance. Call 512-0014. That's
0: 512-0014. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at (laughs) 1069thefan.com.
4: That's
2: why we don't give Cody the chance to get on the mic much.
3: No, it wasn't that. It was great. Cody's great. Nine one nine three one five said Audrey could win them over with his laundry basket picture and then you get all the gigs. Wait a minute. Actually, I think not.
2: No, you've never seen the art. You've never seen the art. It was one of the greatest pieces I ever posted on Twitter. And then my boss <laughs> in Salt Lake made me delete the photo. Probably for the betterment of the internet. Whatever. No, because the president of the Utah Jazz heard the bit on the radio station and he was like, hey, Is that true? And I was like, yeah, you want to see the photos like, no, 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 no. It's okay. Of course not. And then he said, I think think that's a to star meeting. Because but I know I really actually felt bad. I was like, I'm really sorry about that. It wasn't supposed to go on air. Scotty brought, you know, and then he's like, hey, don't worry about it. I was laughing my head off. I'm like, oh, okay. So why don't I delete my post in the first place? If the Utah Jazz president likes it, then everybody likes it.
3: Just make it your media picture. Whenever you get like those media badges, just make it that.
2: R-E-S-P-C-A-S-E-T-A. (laughs) I <laughs> Again, Ryan Odom is named the new head coach of the uh, Utah State Aggies. Officially today in his press conference, uh, we are awaiting Coach Odom. It's going to be just a bit. He's uh, uh, taking care of a couple other things right Shaping now. Shaping the program already.
3: <laughs> Look, I'm waiting for that call. Like He needs somebody on the low end of the assistance. I'm right here.
2: You're going to be the guy who sets up the hotels, puts all the meals together. Hey, whatever. Okay, so, so by the way, that is still. a very stressful job, especially under Craig Smith, because he's so superstitious. He's like, incredibly superstitious. I'm also a little bit stitious. But not
3: really super. Not super. I'd say a little stitious.
2: You're not I'll, super, just I'll change live.
3: jerseys at halftime if I'm actually invested in a game. Stuff like that. I got a lucky puck. <laughs> I take lucky chips to meet it with me to casinos. I'm a little bit stitious. <laughs>
2: Oh, shoot. Hey, don't forget Utah Jazz, Phoenix Suns tonight at 8 o'clock. What a big, monstrous game that is. Um, we'll get into that in the second hour of the show. We'll also have a What Went Wrong Wednesday. So, what went wrong? I for- bet you can guess what mine's going to be. If it has anything to do with me in that photo, so help me, AJ. Oh, no, it's not that. It has to do with actual sports. Oh, sweet. kind of. Big- I'm, hey, by the way, speaking of sports. I thought it was uh, a good sporting, idea for a sports show. So, how about this? Uh, did you see that the Texas? I didn't know this, but Texas Rangers had forty plus thousand fans, or forty thousand. plus fans? I did see fans? that.
3: It was also with the the uh, governor deciding not to throw out the first pitch, which I think is actually going to be a, kind of a big part of our upcoming podcast. Yes, I can't because wait that. the whole thing.
2: So, okay. That by the way By me, the way that was a beautiful sight.
3: I don't know if you saw this, I thought you were going to tell me this. Did you see the big coaching news that came out this afternoon? That's
2: where I was going to go with you next. Arizona's Sean Miller has been let go, which should have happened 3 years ago, probably. And now That's a big job. Yeah, okay, but here's the thing. If you're Arizona, do you go in house? Like, do you go I mean, you got I mean, you got a list of really good candidates, right? Uh, it. And Damon Stoudemire is one of them. I think he's at Pacific right now, if I'm not mistaken. Um, You've got Damon Stoudemire. You've got, uh, oh, there's a couple other guys. I think, as crazy as this might sound, uh, Luke Walton, I think, would be a good one. Now, the AD said, uh, who's Dave Heek, he says uh, they'll not be focused solely on former players. Uh, He'll have the search for help in the process. They but, gotta
3: get moving though, because they were not good. I don't, no, where did they do any? Like I don't remember hearing anything about them, which is a, a statement in its own right. Because Arizona's a good program.
2: Yeah. So he, here's the here's the kicker of it. David Hickey uh, also says Sean Miller will get paid what he's owed per the contract. So it's about one point five million. Um, I'm trying to look for the candidates he thought that would be good. He actually brought up a good one, uh, or to me a, a few good ones. Uh, one of them was yeah, Damon Stodemeyer. And it sounds like he's one of the bigger candidates we're looking at. Miles Simon, who is part of that uh, national championship team, and Georgia Tech's Josh Pat or Josh Passner. I think he was at Creighton. That's where that's where he was at. Creighton was. It used to be. Georgia
3: Tech was a surprise
2: team this year. Uh, Or Gonzaga's assistant Tommy Lloyd would be another one
3: plucking off that staff.
2: So they've got a bunch of like really. Good choices, but I kind of wonder if they might look outside. So here's my question for you. Why did Arizona wait so long? That See, that doesn't make any sense. Like three to four years, yeah. That makes no well, sense. Why don't
3: I mean that? I just mean this offseason.
2: No, I'm with you. Like, I have no idea. Because you could have probably gotten the Loyola guy. Cody, what in the fetch? Is that you? You're right here, dude. Can we he, fire him? He's just testing he's not a he, volunteer. He's just testing the
3: city. Well, text then, line I don't care. Sure I, so voluntarily,
2: I voluntarily I voluntarily am going to fire Cody.
6: <laughs>
2: Is that what it takes? I'll do it, I swear. I think that's Eric's call. <laughs> well, Eric's not here, so daddy's making the calls now. Okay. Back to Sean Miller. Cody, quit texting in our show. Uh, back to Sean Miller. Uh do you find it. And I'm with you. I find it odd that they waited so long in the offseason, especially when the transfer portal is where it's at right now. You could get in there and get greedy. And, I mean, it is Arizona, as you mentioned, which is a prestige men's basketball program. program. They need to get it back up. I would make this hire extremely quickly. And the great thing about what John Hartwell did. did is that he didn't use a search firm. And the reason why is because he wanted the hire done quickly, but he also wanted to make sure it was the right hire. And he killed it with both. He got it done quickly, and he got the right guy. I agree. I, I, They do. They need to.
3: And the problem is with waiting so long, it's a premier job. So it's not like I don't think there are coaches out there that wouldn't want the, the upgrade in terms of the program. The other question is: Is does the fact that they waited so long does that mean that they got word something's coming down the pipeline and that this was kind of to see? That's what I wonder. Burn yep. All right, we'll fire him if you just chill out a little bit <laughs> on, the, on the slap on the wrist stuff.
2: Hey, so we found uh, we found uh, violations one through three thousand. Okay, fine, got it. We're good. I mean, it just shows you the difference in progress, right? Now. Sean
3: Miller got fired. Granted, Kansas was in the NCAA tournament and. and and uh, w- William himself got a lifetime contract from the
2: Jayhawks. Hey, do you think Luke Walton gets a look?
3: I don't... I thought he was a decent coach, man, but I... I don't, I don't know
2: if he's that good of a coach, I, though. I,
3: I don't know. The Kings are kind of just... They are the Kings. So, can you judge him for that? Uh, I don't think he was ever going to work with the Lakers once LeBron signed there. I think he gets considered, but... Eh. Oh, man.
2: Yeah, that's Luke Walton. Because here's the problem: is that he went. He was the head coach during Steve Kerr's time when he was absent. Yep. And he was head coaching a team that was
3: what? motivated to go seventy three and nine.
2: Yeah. Uh. I mean, and that was without Kevin Durant, right? So that was Clay was Draymond, four, yeah. Draymond, and Steph. Yep. So everyone's like, "Oh man, what a great head coach he is!" And then Sacramento gets him. No, the Lakers got him. The right. Lakers got him. And then that didn't go so well. Now Sacramento got him, and that's not going well at all. So is it? Team or the coach? I That's- mean, I think I thought he was a decent coach. The Lake
3: I think he got a raw deal with the Lakers because obviously you hire him to kind of coach a young team and the LeBron's like, yeah, I'm gonna come here. And you're like, oh, okay. So then they decide to move on from him because the thing is is I don't think that uh uh the current Lakers coach is that great. He took those Indiana teams to two straight Eastern Conference finals where they, they really tested the the big three, the Heatles. And so I think he's a decent Vogel. I think Vogel's a decent coach, but I don't think he's that great. I mean, I think I could coach lebron and ad to a championship i gotta be honest um but i don't know the sacramento's terrible would you look at him no i think i would go with someone with a little bit more proven experience
2: like proven success how about that more success more success yeah no i'm with you and by the way i think damon stoudemire would be a really good i mean an absolutely really good hire you said
3: he's at pacific though that's a huge jump
2: yeah, to go that, from Gonzaga That is a, that to is a massive to go jump. Go from uh, constantly getting whooped by
3: Gonzaga to going to Arizona.
2: Yeah, that's you know what? That's right. But here, it's, do you ever kind of wonder how Craig did it then? Like, how did Craig Smith go from an NIA school? Like, I mean, that's a, fair. and granted, he was an assistant fair. at Nebraska and Colorado State, so that does help because you have that experience. Right. But to be a head coach and go from like South Dakota State or is it South Dakota? To go into Utah State and then just boom, you're winning games That's left fair. and right. I mean, the right candidate's
3: the right candidate. I you know the caveat would be it's a big it's a big upgrade in responsibilities, the coaching, but it's also a lot more talent. So yeah, it's a fair point. I just I don't know. I don't know. It's hey, a big boy job. I'd imagine there'd be a lot of names interested. I just got
2: a text from somebody, Mark Pope, BYU, dude. He's got a lot of just swag. Personality, and he, that guy can coach. And you give him that talent with those facilities and that room. <laughs> An interesting name. Mark Pope would be a really good coach. Oh.
3: The thing is, though, what I, what always worries me about these these big programs is either they I feel like they normally either go in the family or they want the splashy hire.
2: Yeah, that's true. The splashy hire. Like, no,
3: just just wait big be name. like, just all of a sudden, Arizona will be like, Brad Stevens, Brad Stevens. You wait, it'll come out. I don't think he'll go
2: there, but it'll come out. <laughs> uh, and by the way, Brad Stevens probably needs to be looking for a different job, too. Because things are getting really bad over there.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Danny Ainge should look for a new job, too, but that's just me personally. <laughs> you think Danny? Man, you are not a Danny Ainge guy, like, though. He is uh, just as much a
2: part of the reason why they do not win championships now. It's, it, is it him or is it Brad Stevens or is it the players?
3: Um, I would say this season is more on Brad and the players. I would say in Danny Ainge's tenure, tenure post Big Three, which let's be honest, he was gift wrapped Kevin Garnett. Uh, it's him over the his career as general manager. This season, I would give him less blame. But again, as I said yesterday, um, how do, you you wanted a center? It was reported this just. To backtrack for everybody, it was reported because Indiana and Charlotte were the two teams most interested in Hayward. Right? Yeah. It was reported that uh, the Pacers were willing to give up Miles Turner and I think Aaron Holiday. I want to say for for Gordon Hayward, who wasn't coming back to Char- to Boston, he was not going back. And then Danny Ainge was like, "No, we want we want T.J. Warren, who just went crazy in the bubble. We want one of your best players." And they were like, "Yeah, about that." No, because he's not staying. And then he signs in Charlotte for nothing. They get, I don't know, they get a trade exception and all that. And then he's like, "Oh man, so we didn't upgrade center. So we're gonna make a deal at the deadline, and we're gonna go get Fournier from Orlando. And you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna trade our centers. Idiot, idiot. <laughs> you had Miles Turner for a player that wasn't coming back. Gordon Hayward was not coming back to Boston.
2: Dumb." <laughs> Oh, hey, I was going to ask you something. I saw something on Twitter. I know this is way off topic right now. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, By the way, what went wrong from Leon Rose? Uh, Ajay <laughs> not letting Cody text the show so we can hear his important... Okay, never mind.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for what it's worth, Cody does have a microphone right in front of his face. I yeah, but his microphone song- is turned off, yeah, thank you the go. Lord. So, yeah, that's, that's probably... AJ's controlling it. So. Okay, so
2: hey, I saw a meme. Okay, so what is the most what's the thing you want to see out of the four choices in the nBA what was the uh one thing you regret or not seeing a healthy d rose okay right here Object. an That's nBA right final here. Uh, hold on uh, an nBA finals between kobe and lebron eh. uh what what was uh what was there's another one there um I can't remember. Oh, uh, the uh, Sacramento Kings getting to the NBA Finals in '02. 2 <laughs> Sorry, Sacramento. I'm not going to pick that. I don't care. Or You definitely got shafted, but I'm not picking it. Or LeBron James staying in Cleveland and not going to Miami for those four years. No,
3: no. It's definitely not that one because I think that if he doesn't go to Miami, he's not the player he is now. Uh, the two, ob- It's two obvious choices. It's the first two. It's a healthy Derrick Rose or uh, LeBron and Kobe. I'm biased. I'm a Bulls fan. Um, but the other part of this is is that LeBron and Kobe, I, I just don't think LeBron gets Kobe. Because by the time LeBron became what he is now, Kobe had passed his prime. So Kobe held up his end of the deal. He kept getting there, and LeBron couldn't figure it out. Healthy D Rose. I still believe if he does not tear up his knee, they beat the Heat that year. They were loaded. I am so mad about that. It, it's crazy. Have you, I don't know if, uh, when, when's the stat that blew your mind? Did we do that tomorrow? Uh stat that blew your mind was yesterday. Yesterday. Here's another one for you. Derrick Rose will go down as probably the only MVP in the NBA that will not be a Hall of Famer.
2: Oh, my gosh. Oh, dude. Now you got me thinking. NBA MVPs that did not make the Hall of Fame. pretty sure it's just Rose.
3: Because he's not going to make it. He'd have to, he's had a nice renaissance. I'm glad to see him playing well, but
2: it just. Yeah, he's, he's a role guy now. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Will Chamberlain's in the Hall of Fame. Bob Pettit's in the Hall of Fame. Bill Russell's in the Hall of Fame. Holy crap. Will, Bill, and Oscar own those things for years. Wow. All in the Hall of Fame. Moses Malone is in there, I believe. Is, is Bill Walton in? Yeah, he was. Would he, you put Bill Walton in the Broadcasting Hall of Fame?
3: No, Bill Walton is impossible for me to listen to. Bill Walton <laughs> talks about everything that's not basketball.
2: Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Carl Malone, Shaq, Iverson, Duncan, Nash, Garnett. I think you're right. Dirk. Yep. Steve yeah. Rose. Derek Rose. Dude, he's going to be the one guy. Giannis, does he make it ever? Oh, yeah. He's going to be. I mean, if they put Yao Ming in, they got to put freaking Giannis in. Yeah, Yao yeah, was a little bit
3: generous. But, yeah, Giannis will probably. I don't know if this is controversial or not. I think Giannis will go down as until Luca takes it. But Giannis will go down as the best non-American player in the NBA. And then Luca will take it.
2: By the way, I was looking at uh, Kareem. Okay, listen to this. <laughs> this is nuts. Okay, uh did it uh Bill Russell won the MVP in 58 and then Kareem won it in 59. Bill Russell won it in 61, 62, 63, 65. Oh sorry, uh not Kareem. Um, yeah, right? sorry, not Kareem. Not, Will, uh Wilt Chamberlain, I'm sorry. Wilt still. Yeah, I'm looking at the wrong one. Uh Bill Russell won it in 58. Wilt won it in 59. Bill won it in f- 60. Sorry, yeah, Wilt won it in 60. And then Bill won it in 61, 62, 63. Wilt won it in 64. Bill won it in 65. And then Wilt won it in 67 and 68. That just, that's a rivalry the for me. The uh, one guy that Wilt couldn't get by, Russell. And so Oscar Robertson and go. Bob, Ka- uh, Bob Cousy the two guys that interrupted their little their little war. I
3: mean, when, when the big O averaged triple-double, kind of hard to argue with it back then. Like Russell Westbrook West, Russell Westbrook now, it's empty calories. Big O, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: All right, uh, let's take a break. We're still waiting for Coach Odom, but he's uh, still tied up with some good things, so we will wait to hear from uh, them. And if we get Coach Odom on, great. Um, if we don't, then that's not great. I'll feel really bad. Really bad. Really bad start, coach. No, just kidding. All right, so 106.9 The Fan here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. I never thought
6: about his golfing career, if it was going to continue. When you get to be 45 or 46, just normal golfers on tour, you don't play competitive golf at a very high level on a consistent basis. But he's already had his career defined. I think he's the greatest golfer of all time.
0: Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM,
6: 1390 AM. A fan. Valley Recycling's Earth Day event is back! This year's prices are some of the best they've seen. In an effort to keep everyone safe, Earth Day will look a little different this year, running the entire week of April 19th through the 24th. Earth Day will only be held at Valley Recycling's facility at 145 North, 10th West. To limit overcrowding and to keep wait times minimal, appointments are required to drop off your recyclables. Schedule your appointment online at valleymetalrecycling.com. Snacks and cold drinks will be available. Valley Recycling's Earth Day event, April 19th through the 24th. For prices and drop-off of Visit Valleymentalrecycling.com. Major key alert! Don't ever play yourself. Life is like school; you will be
0: tested, so pass it. Learn the real major keys to getting to college at GetSchool.com. Stay focused. Now that's a major key alert. Brought to you by GetSchool and the Ad Council.
1: Two minutes, an American is sexually assaulted. The majority of victims know their attacker. It could be your friend, your neighbor, or someone you met at a party. If you said no, it's rape. And it's a crime. This is Christina Ricci with Rain. Call the National Sexual Assault Hotline today at 1-800-656-HOPE or visit rain.org. That's R-A-I-N-N dot O-R-G.
0: Brought to you by Rain and this station. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
2: Uh, 3712 texted in, turn Cody's mic back on.
3: Ajay kicked him out of the building.
2: He's gone. He has been voluntarily released of his duties for the day.
3: <laughs> oh, no.
2: Oh, now we got a hashtag going <laughs> on. Turn <laughs> on <laughs> Cody's
3: mic. All right, tag us on Twitter, 106.9 The Fan, with hashtag turn on Cody's mic. Let's get that trending.
2: I wonder if that's his beautiful, better half texting into the show.
3: Get it trending. I want to see it happen. No, don't get, get it, trending. it trending. We do not need it trending. Hashtag turn got on Got enough Cody's things mic. trending right now. Got enough. Hey, uh, except that we forgot to squeeze in while we're talking a uh, uh, little bit of NBA. Uh, we didn't get to that 25 under 20 list or 20 under 25, whatever it was, the NBA list they released yesterday.
2: Oh, yeah. Like the top 25 under 25 players. Yeah. And their obsession with the mellow ball.
3: Yeah. I got, a, I got a little bit of a bone to pick
2: with it, but yeah. Okay, let's do it. Uh, i got to look up the list. Oh, there it is. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so number one, I agree with, actually. Luka Doncic. Completely agree. She joins Anthony Davis, Giannis, and Kevin Durant as the only players to sit in the top spot in the back-back years. Yeah, that's because you have an obsession, ESPN. Uh, Zion Williamson is at number two. I would probably agree with this. I
3: think here's the thing. So I know you and Eric talked about this a lot with the All Star selections, and I was in for a few of those shows. Um, do not get me wrong; they hired the worst coach ever, so that is not helpful. Who do you
2: hate more, uh, Danny Ainge or Stan Van Gundy? Because Danny I like Ainge. It's,
3: really, Danny Ainge. Every, everyone knew Stan Van Gundy was the terrible hire. I think people still think Danny Ainge is good as his job. Um, that's why I'm gonna hashtag #fire Danny Ainge. I'll get that trending. Uh, but Zion, Zion Williamson is just—I think uh, it was um, Carlisle from Dallas described—he's he is Shaq with point guard skills, and that's terrifying. So he's there. Don't get me wrong—he is there. I just—he needs to elevate his team in the playoffs. I think two is based more so on potential and what we think he's going to be, as opposed to what he is. Like he's done wrong—he has crazy stats this year. But they're like what the tenth seed right now in the West? Yeah, give or take. He needs to get his team in the playoffs. They have too much young talent not to, even with a terrible coach.
2: And then LaMelo Ball is at number three. This is just gross. That's, that's too high.
3: I know that he – I think part of it is because Charlotte's so bad and he has elevated – what are they, sitting like fifth or sixth right now? Yeah. So they, they've elevated. He's, well, I hope he comes back because I, I have a hard time cheering for the Ball brothers because of the dad, but, man, he's, he plays an exciting brand of basketball. His brother, Lonzo's kind of more business, more cut and clean, but, man, LaMelo's fun. But I, I think it's a little
2: premature and definitely a little high. Uh, and then number five is, let's see, number four is Donovan Mitchell, which I think he should be at three. Number five is Jason Tatum, which I think he should be at number four. De'Aaron Fox is an interesting one. I think it's too high. I think
3: he's incredibly talented, but again, he hasn't done anything. Like, in basketball, one player can really change the fortunes, and the Kings are still an afterthought. Okay, so
2: is Ben Simmons too high? Or is he too low?
3: <sighs> he's so hard to grade because, look, if you are as good as, as you're supposed to be, why does he not have a jump shot yet? Even Just, just a semi-decent one. Yeah. He's become a, a defensive monster, which helps because he's 6'10", and he's got those ball-handling skills, but we'll see. I mean, for him, I think a lot of his is riding on the playoffs this year, right? Oh, yeah. Can, absolutely. Can him and uh, Embiid get Embiid to the playoffs? Or I mean, and to get to the finals. And have some success. They're I good agree.
2: enough to be in the finals. They need to get there, though.
3: This next one's interesting. I know a lot of people threw a fit about
2: Okay. This. Devin Booker at number eight. I'm going to say he's perfect right there. I
3: completely
2: agree. <laughs> he's okay, overrated. The, yeah. Amen. A-cap, I'm absolutely with you wait, on this. I
3: point. got Jay and I got into this lot at the All Star game. Is he incredibly talented? Sure. He could score points, but he he didn't get into the All Star game and he got snubbed, right? And everybody said, oh, he's, look, he's averaged these statistics for three straight years. Yet conveniently, they were the worst team in the league, or one of them, those years before Chris Paul got here. He's averaged the same stats, and now they're better. It's because of Chris Paul. He's he's a chucker. He doesn't mean anything. He's He's a stat stuffer on a bad team.
2: Bam Bam is at nine, dude. I think Bam Bam's better than nine.
3: The problem is, I mean, besides De'Aaron Fox, who I take out? Do you? I mean, do you put him above Ben
2: Simmons? Uh the whole well, defensively. Well, ah, shoot, that's what that's what's tough. Oh, middle middle man. part of this list, I have a huge problem
3: with. Okay, hit me. So I like Shea Gilgis Alexander. I'm done with Brandon Ingram. I'm no. done with Brandon Ingram. Absolutely. Uh Jalen Brown, no. Murray Murray should be way higher. John Morant should absolutely be way higher.
2: Yeah, why is John Morant so slow? I, I don't get this.
3: I, I'm with you. He has elevated what was a terrible 15, team dude. to at least in postseason Golly. picture. Uh, I, Michael Porter Jr. is not bad. Doesn't play defense. Trey Young, I think, is a chucker. I think it shows that his stats have gone down. All of a sudden, Atlanta started to win a little bit. Uh, I think he's overrated. And the rest of the Lee, the rest of the names on this, they're they're you're shuffling deck chairs on the Titanic. Good young talent, not really important to me at this point. There's definitely a drop off from probably Trey Young's 16. Past that, eh. They're just not the same type of player at this point in time.
2: Yeah, and when you see who the people voted for, it kind of blows your mind. Like, some of them have Donovan Mitchell as low as 7 or 8. And have Jason Tatum like at 9. And some have Michael Porter Jr. at 3. I, well, I See, I don't agree with that at me all. Me neither.
3: Michael Porter Jr. is arguably, what, the third best player on his team? Yeah, absolutely. Michael Porter Jr. is not even the best player on his team on this list. (laughs) Jamal Murray's better than him.
2: All right, we're going to take a break, clean up the uh, first hour. So Coach Ryan Odom is going to join us at 530 now. We're going to move him back uh, about 30 or so minutes, and then we'll have him on our show. Kind of a busy guy. We get it. It's day number one, so not even a big worry at all. Uh, Appreciate Kyle Cotton, the wonderful SID, Media Relations Director for Utah State Men's Basketball. Uh, getting that through for us. So Ryan Notem around 530 here live on the Full Court Press on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Riverwoods Conference Center would like to invite you to a show that aims to end the stigma of
1: mental illness. Depression has one degree of separation. If you don't suffer, then someone you know does. This creative show is delivered by professional comedians, including Brad Bonner, who shares personal stories of hope, happiness, and triumph through laughter and tears. Don't miss this epic evening of stories around depression and suicide awareness that'll have you laughing and crying. Friday, April 16th, 7 p.m., Riverwoods Conference Center. Tickets are $15 at the door or visit Cash Valley Comedy on Facebook.
0: When it's time for a new haircut, don't cut into your wallet. At New Horizons Beauty College, haircuts, color, highlights, pedicures, and manicures are far less expensive than going to a salon. The students at New Horizons Beauty College are trained in all the latest trends and techniques. You'll get a great look at a great price. Plus, New Horizons has great prices on the products to help you maintain that new look. All services performed by students and closely supervised by licensed instructors. New Horizons Beauty College, 550 North Main in the Clock Tower Plaza, in Logan.
6: At Valley Office Systems, we want you seen green with the savings we can offer you for your office equipment, furniture, and supply needs. Our goal in 2021 is to continue to offer the best products and value at even better prices. Valley Office Systems, a service company above all else.
4: It's that first kiss, that moment
1: Engagement season is in full swing, and Jarek's Fine Jewelry has been helping hundreds of couples find the perfect ring. If you are getting engaged, you have to come browse our collections. Sometimes you may find the perfect ring in just a minute, or we can help you custom create your own design. Oh, and with Mother's Day almost here, talk to us about designing the perfect Mother's ring. Jarek's Fine Jewelry, make it special,
0: make it Jarek's.
2: Exactly 60 seconds away from ending the first hour, getting you ready for the second hour of the Full Court Press. Again, uh, we're going to move Ryan Odom to the 5.30 portion of our show here, live on the Full Court Press. AJ and I and myself will have a chance to speak with him. Another hashtag turn on Cody's mic. Tweet us, uh, Texas
3: questions. If anybody has any questions, Texas because we're going
2: to have them on. Yeah, yeah we're going to ask him.
3: 435-339-0321, the uh, Guild Mortgage text line. Hit us
2: up. Let us know what you want to know. I I am I'm in kind of I mean we only got thirty seconds but I am kind of interested in like what his pace of play is going to be like because he does run an run. NBA offense does it run uh, or is he you know a half court offense let's set it up and, and, and go from there it's going to be interesting to see what he does I think uh, you know what coaches you like to see them
3: have a system but also adjust based on the strengths of their players yeah
2: all right that's going to clean up for the first hour hey agent I'm Salveson we hear from Ryan Orton at 5 three we'll talk Utah Jazz basketball coming up next.
6: I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. With the Masters starting tomorrow, you might think that Dustin Johnson would be getting most of the attention. He set the course record less than six months ago. Maybe it's Johnson's low-key persona, but he just doesn't create buzz. With no Tiger Woods, it seems that Bryson DeChambeau is the lightning rod in the field. Not only is he good, he's completely unique. Looks like a football player, but he has the personality of a science nerd. He tinkers with his game in ways that no one has ever thought of. And now there's buzz about the new driver he might be using that will quote take the course to its knees whether that happens or not is another question golf's unpredictable johnson and dechambeau have the best odds but there are great golfers right on their tails jordan speed justin thomas john rom rory mcelroy there are so many guys you could see getting hot and all it takes is for a couple of days all eyes might be on dechambeau to start but soon the drama of the tournament will take over i'm dan patrick and this is above the noise
2: It's AJ Nine, I'm here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, 106.9 The Fan.com and the 106.9 The Fan mobile app. Uh, Ryan Onum is the new head men's basketball coach or head Utah State men's basketball coach for Utah State University. He will join us on our show live at 5.30. Uh, we'll hear from him and get his thoughts on uh, taking over for the program and his connection with Utah Jazz. Quinn Snyder put out a really cool statement about him yesterday. Uh, and I'll uh, we'll pull that out and, and read it, and um, and then we're also with that. think Jazz I'm, is
3: his favorite team. I'm
2: trying to do four things at one time. Oh yeah, without a doubt. You think so? Oh yeah. Um, by, so, I went up to him and I talked to him. I was like, "Hey, you're not a Ravens or Colts fan, are you?" He's like, "No, nah, I started out with, as a Miami fan, and, and Kyle the SID's a Jets fan." He was like, "Oh boy," <laughs> and then and he's like, "I think I was, I was like, 'Cause I I want to convince him." that when you're in Utah, you are a Patriots fan, because that's what the majority of oh, our listeners are. No, it's that's not. That's what you are.
3: I am not a Patriots fan. Absolutely. I wish I was. On all honesty, it would be way better than being a Bears fan. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know. That's how you, How loyal a fan are you? Well, I was born in 89, and I'm still a Cubs, Bears, and Bulls fan. So <laughs> here in t- 2021, up 4446, text in, go Pats.
2: Yeah, see, we got Patriot fans here. Oh.
3: Two people—that's the whole valley. Yes,
2: you know what? It does matter. Uh, and think uh, <laughs> four three four eight. No, no one, one likes. <laughs> oh, yes, that's not true.
3: <laughs> hey, here's the question: Are they still the most hated team in the NFL since yes. they had that fall from grace?
2: Absolutely. You think so? Absolutely. I still think it's down. It's not even close. Six nine nine two Packers for life. You that- know what? that's okay. Blue. No, that's okay. Blue. Oh, you can't. You can't just. You know. <laughs> you can't destroy me and say that. Uh, what? What are you laughing at? Uh, 4348. Patriots
3: are trash. 6891. Pat, Pats fan here, but hate Cam Oh, I
2: hate Cam Newton. If we could draft Zach Wilton, I'd be thrilled. That ain't going to happen. If we can get Sam Darnold, I'd be thrilled.
3: Tell you what, I think if you're a team looking for a quarterback, I've seen mocks with Denver. Patriots obviously would be in consideration too, but I'm pretty sure that Atlanta pick could be had.
2: Oh, yeah. The number four pick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. No doubt.
3: It's going to cost you.
2: Uh, wh- and by the way, shame on you, AJ. For what? For the hashtag.
3: Hashtag turn on Cody's mic.
2: Yeah, so Cody's texting all his friends like, hey, will you text into the show?
3: 2417, I think we're the only two Bears
2: fans left. <laughs> 6891, Julian is a better QB than Cam. Oh, heck yeah. Heck, Stidham's a better QB than Cam. Uh, 6992, St- <laughs> Packers for life. See, we got some good, pack. we got some football That's the same fans. Packers fan doing it again. Yeah, Absolutely.
3: Yeah, all right. One person cheers twice. It counts as two people. Got it. Yes, it does. It's like the Bears are great. I whatever that guy said, he was aw- <laughs> like what he was a genius.
2: <laughs> hey, are you a big golf guy? You're not a golf guy though, are I you? I like
3: golfing. I don't watch golf.
2: Man, so no Tiger Woods, but the Masters start tomorrow. And it, I actually I want to ask our listeners, do we have any golf fans? Uh text into our Gilmore's text line four three five three three nine zero three two one.
3: To me, you know how people talk about baseball? Like one of the biggest mainstream issues with baseball is people say, like, it's it's so not fun to watch on TV, but like no one would turn down going to a game. To me, that's what golf is. Like I'm absolutely up for a round of 18 or nine or whatever, but watching
6: it, man, pass.
2: Yeah. So, uh, I would, I I'm curious if we have, see six, eight, nine, one, love me some golf. I would, so six, eight, nine, one, help me here. Cause I, I haven't been paying as much attention to golf. I've been a tad busy. Who's your guy to win the masters? That starts tomorrow, by the way. Uh, I am excited about the Masters. Cause, because Tiger Woods isn't in it, I still think it could be a great tournament. It's the 85th Masters uh, course at Augusta, the beautiful Augusta course. Oh, hey, here is a question for you. What Augusta. would be more on your bucket list? What would be higher on your bucket list? Ooh, this is going to be
3: good. I can already tell.
2: Augusta and okay. and, and, and and golfing am on I'm Augusta. Or, oh, golfing. Okay. Golfing on Augusta. Okay. Or let's say sitting courtside for... <laughs> Game seven of the NBA Finals.
3: Oh gosh, that's tough. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. It's Game seven of the NBA Finals, and the reason why is I would love to golf Augusta, but I don't golf enough to be good. Yeah. So it's just me shacking balls. So everywhere. you yeah, yeah yeah.
2: So you're gonna be putting divots <laughs> on so the beautiful is, course. Your question is, do you
3: want me to put golf balls in a jug machine and watch me chase them around all day? And then. Yeah. But the game seven oh yeah, Oh yeah. Game seven the NBA Finals. I'm in
2: six eight nine one says Dustin Johnson is who he has winning it, and by the way, that is a tier one at group. Who I would say was, is going to be there. I think Justin Thomas is another one. Uh, John Ram's going to be good. Patrick Reed's going to be a monster. Jordan was Spe- it the speed's the betting favorite. Dude, yeah, right? Jordan Spieth is just when he gets hot, he is hard to beat. Bryson uh, DeChambeau, uh, Rory McIlroy will also be in that running. Uh, but then like guys who are like in second tier but are still really good. Adam Scott, Jason Day, um, Tommy Fleetwood, Justin Rose is another one that I think can make a run at it. Like, there's this field's going to be pretty darn heavy, even with no Tiger. And I think, like I said, with no Tiger Woods, I still think it's a really good tournament full of really good golfers. Uh, 2776, I can't see why Tiger's not getting any love.
3: Okay, cool. <laughs> it was reported today that he was driving between 80 you. to 85 miles an hour down that hill, which it was reported when the accident happened is a hill that, like, don't do that. It's very windy hill, so he was uh, negligent. Negligent is the word I would use. You never driven eighty down a hill or down a road, have you? No, not not. They say not. I don't know that road specifically, but the reports immediately were the fact that that hill is extremely windy and dangerous. Really, that's what I said.
2: Two four one seven says he would like to play at Augusta, even if I'm playing field hockey. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I would do it. I, would I mean, do it. how much? The the question. <laughs>
3: It it was t- it was tough. It was tough two four one seven. If I if you gave me like you tell me like I have until next year and then I'll get to golf Augusta sometime around this same year, I might change my answer because then I will have some time to at least get decent. Because I actually from what I've seen, I like I have an old co host. Uh, I got to do a sports show down in New Mexico, and the guy that was a co host with me ended up he's a golf pro now.
2: So I golf with wow. him a little bit.
3: Yeah, and I. I'm not anything special, but I seem to have somewhat of a knack for it. I just don't golf consistently enough.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I swing it like a baseball bat, and that tends to go really bad. Uh, Let's see. 9938 text in. I'd love to see Phil win, he says. I think Uh, could Phil be in the running? Yes. I would call it a miracle if he wins it, though. I'm with Ajay. With respect to Mr. Lefty. Unlikely. Very unlikely. Just the field, like the Tier 1 field. The top golfers are just so dang good. Like Bryson, Jordan Spieth, uh, Spieth, Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Justin Rose. Like you have some really, really good golfers that are young, are swinging, or swinging it well. I just, ugh, I'm not sure if uh, it feels the guy. I would, I wouldn't mind seeing him win.
3: There's another one for you: six
2: nine nine two Bryson DeChambeau. Is that his name? Yeah, I uh, love his drive game. Dude, he swings it hard, and he's got the arms of uh, Ed Hockley, the former referee. Oh, geez, he's, he's ripped in. Ironically enough, I watched Happy Gilmore this afternoon. Oh, did you? I did.
3: Shooter McGavin, the greatest fictional golf player ever.
2: Okay, another off-the-radar off the, uh, question. So Doug Hoffman, again, the president of media relations for Utah State, really good dude. We were talking today, and he was talking about draft day and how much he like, loves that movie. Yeah. What movie do you like more? Moneyball or Draft Day?
3: Moneyball. Yeah, it's not even close. Draft, draft Day is like, it's 15 minutes of story they had to stretch out into a 90-minute movie. It's stupid. Yeah, I'm with you. Moneyball is so much better because you actually get like inside the game and it's it's, it's Moneyball. It's not even close.
2: Uh, Piranhas tweets in, AJ, AJ, no, no, no for the Patriots. Thank you. Respect.
3: Tag me. D-Aj, yeah, but Piranhas,
2: if we were to say the Bears – you would say no, right?
3: No one's sitting here saying they the the Bears fans don't even like Bears fans.
2: <laughs> or sorry, the Bears fans the don't bear even like fans The Bears fans hate themselves. Yeah,
3: we do. We're a very we're a very cynical group. Seriously. It it's covered like I am I don't know how many Bears fans I, I would love to take a poll this. Mike Ditka is not a national hero. I cannot stand how much love he still gets in Chicago because he ruined what was arguably one of the youngest and best teams in 1985. Did he ruin it though? Yes, he did. Or
2: was it Buddy Ryan leaving for another job that ruined it?
3: That was part of it, but if you watch that, you 30 can't for 30, fully, Yeah, I did, but you
2: can't fully blame Mike for that. No, I can because he destroyed the team with his ego. He did have an ego. They
3: were one of the youngest. Sorry, sorry. I, I, I it's, it's, um, uh, it's the McCaskies and, and, um. And Ditka. Because Ditka wasn't that great of a coach. If you watch the 30 for 30, the players make it quite evident that it didn't matter who was a the coach, they were going to do it themselves. And then the McCaskies were like, we're not going to pay anybody. And then all of a sudden, what was one of the youngest teams in the history, in the league at that time couldn't do it again. Ugh. That's being a bear. That
2: is a great documentary, by the way. I love that.
3: Oh, man. How do you not tear up in the end, too, when, when, he, when reads he writes that letter, letter and then, and Buddy then Samurai Mike won't read it? Oh, Every time. Yeah, Cheers. dude.
2: That's a, that's a really good ending to that show. I love that one. Uh, yeah, so the Masters again start tomorrow, 85th of the Masters. Uh, and again, Dustin Johnson looks like he's going to be the lead guy. Was it you that was telling me or somebody else said that they don't get to keep the jackets? Uh, somebody else told you that. I didn't Apparently know that. Apparently
3: they don't get to keep the jackets. Is that true? That's what I was told. Somebody gave me a random sp- – I can't remember who told
2: it to me. I think it was my buddy Jeff when he was in town, and I was like, "No, nah, that so can't you like, be true. So you put on the green jacket, and then like as, as soon as the cameras turned off, all right, uh, give us that back. We're gonna need it for next year. Yeah, right. Like it's a jacket. Excuse How me? much is it really gonna run you? It's a green jacket. You're like you're like a billionaire industry. Just let me take the dang jacket and go find one. Then I'm like, not
3: saying this is factually
2: true. The the Goodwill I was reporting. I was asking. I thought you
3: told it to me, but now I'm thinking about it. You didn't. But that like that's that's like one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard of. They don't get to keep
2: the jacket. Oh, no, go to Goodwill and find a green jacket. It's not hard. <laughs> Masters, Jeez. write it on the yeah, <laughs> <Right>, ma- <laughs> and like In like a silver sharpie. Masters, masters, signed Jim Nance. <laughs> hey, do you do you know what? And that's the one thing I love about the Masters is when Jim Nance commentates it. I think he's so good at that.
3: I'll defer to you on uh, again. I don't watch golf. Really? Don't oh man, I watch golf. I will watch tennis. I like Dust tennis. Dustin Johnson
2: setting in for twenty under, <laughs> fifteen feet putt. This to put him three over. He got it. He got it. Great stuff! Clutch. Again,
3: USU, you want us to cover your golf team? We will do it.
2: <laughs> We're gonna go Jim Nance style. Yes, yes. I can be the uh, play-by-play guy. You can be you the guy. You do code. it. I will fill in. Yeah. Man, I'll, he I'll really swung that one hard. He just ripped it. I jeez, wow. What is that? About a forty-yard drive? That's nah, it's about two hundred eighty yards. Two hundred eighty-yard drive. Oh, that looked really good. Next one, he hits it. I lose of it. Up, oh, balls in yeah. the uh, balls in the trees. Ball is, ball is in the trees. Uh, <laughs> Aj, yeah, it's on the green. It is on the green. He must have ricocheted off a branch. What, what's that? What's that show? Uh, Dodgeballers. You'll be uh, cotton. Yeah. Oh
3: yes. That's the greatest. That's the greatest. Fictional what a shocking win. Color me a shock. Is it cotton and pepper?
2: Yes. Cotton pepper. and pepper. <laughs> pepper. Dude, Gary Oldman, or was it? Or Gary? Uh, what's his name? It's Jason Bateman and. Uh, oh, what's the uh, what's the play-by-play guy's name? Uh, what is his name? Uh, Oldman. Uh, it's not Gary Oldman. That's that that he plays Gordon in. Uh, Gary Cole. Is it Gary Cole? How about I was say Gary you, Coleman. I will tell you a sec in a second. It can't. Isn't isn't it not. It's not Gary Cole, is it? I don't think so. He's the decent actor who's
3: in because he's in he's in, a, he's in Office
2: Space too. Who is that? Yeah, guy? he is. He's the uh, the boss. Dude, he's so good in that movie. Yeah, if you just uh, want to uh, two seven seven six, give me my credit. It's Gary Cole. Yeah, Cotton McKnight, Gary Cole. Oh, 2776. Yep, Cotton, cotton McNight, yes. Gary Cole. Winner Pepper winner Brooks,
3: chicken Jason dinner. Jason Greatest. He is so greatest. good.
2: I love that. I love that commentary. We'll see we'll steal that. We'll use that. I'm I'm on board. You're right. going to be the obvious guy. You know, give me a little bit of uh <laughs> a, of uh, Cotton with some Bill Walton and then oh, sprinkle geez. in some um Mark Jackson in Outsetown. there. Bustown population you, bro. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, man, it's good stuff. Uh, let's see, 2697 text in. Does Coach Odom prefer white or wheat bread, or is he a sophisticated soul who prefers sourdough?
3: Wow. well that's We're going to get real in the weeds with him, pun intended. <laughs> we're going to ask him that question.
2: Oh, man. I don't know. Hey, Coach, speaking of uh, recruits, uh, white or wheat bread?
3: <laughs>
2: oh, or you sourdough? No. <laughs> Oh goodness gracious! Yes, Coach Odom will join us at 5:30 live here on the Fan. Big thanks to Kyle Cottom for putting that together for us. Uh, you know, I what are some of the things that you are interested in knowing from from Coach Odom that you are thinking about maybe asking him?
3: Uh, am I up for consideration on his staff? Oh jeez. Um, <laughs> no, I want to know. I want to know uh, what his uh, why USU was the right fit. He talked about that a couple times in the presser. I want to get his, you know, direct answer. Uh, I want to know how he's preparing for the transition from re- recruiting in the state of Utah. I think that's always something I'll find fascinating when you have a uh, new coach come from an outside area just because of the missionaries and the return missionaries. I think it's something entirely different. And, um, you know, I, I think that uh, you got, we got to ask him about the transfer portal a fair amount, too. What's it going to be like <laughs> coming in, taking in head of a new program with the transfer portal the way it exists this year? Uh, and and what's the strategy with so many players in the portal? How do you balance recruiting versus proven ready to play
2: players? Yeah, it's good stuff. All right, yeah, and I'm kind of interested again, pace of play. What his offense is going to look like? Yep. Uh, you know, and, and I know he's working on his staff. I mean, that's the first thing you do when you get here is, yeah, What does my staff look staff. like? And yep. I'm I I don't know this for sure, but I'm I'm thinking he sat down with a couple of assistants here at Utah State and is, is picking their brains and kind of figuring out things just in that regard because you do need a I mean you need a guy who's a director of operations you need a right-hand man uh, you need people who can you know take care of your hotels mills and all that there's just a lot to you know to figure out and put a staff into and so I'm sure he'll be working on that but well again I, I just think uh, what Mr. Hartwell said today I, he said I didn't use a search firm I wanted this hire done quickly but I wanted to make sure I had the right hire I wanted to get the right guy for this job right and I Again, I I know we haven't seen any games yet, but I really think he did get that guy.
3: We talked about this a lot yesterday. We got in fights with the the text line about it. I agree. I think they did as well. I think it says a lot that the uh, Jazz are behind this hire as well.
2: Yeah. All right, yeah, again, so Ryan Odom will come up at about 5.30. Uh, Jazz suns tonight at 8 o'clock. That's on ESPN, big one. Two teams fighting for the top spot in the Western Conference. Jazz hold up by two games. They can extend, yeah, two games, and they can extend that lead tonight. Uh, and I think they would actually tie in the series. Season series at one one apiece. What are you laughing at?
3: Uh, two seven seven six. Their question they want to ask
2: Coach Odom: Will we ever see his forearms? Craig Smith never wore a short sleeve shirt. Uh let's see here. Piranhas wants to know: I would be interested in, to know what his overseas recruiting and connections are like. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a really good especially
3: one. Especially with how this program has kind of been formed the last few years, especially well, overseas and, has been a big part.
2: And With that, he's also good friends with Coach Quinn Snyder. Uh, he he talked about it today. He has a great relationship with the Utah Jazz. His brother is a, is a scout for the Utah Jazz. Uh, Coach Snyder put out a, uh, a statement about him. In fact, I actually got to read this. Uh, Seth Greenberg talked about it. Jay Billis talked about him. So here's Jay Billis on Ryan Odom coming to Utah State. Quote, Ryan Odom is an inspired choice to lead the Utah State program. Ryan has basketball in his blood and has a clear vision of exactly who he is and where he will take the Aggies program. He is a great teacher and strategist, and his players know that they have, or uh, and his players know they have him in their corner always. Ryan Odom is a coach of whom you want to mentor your son on and off the floor. Seth Greenberg uh, then chimed in. He's of, uh, sorry, I looked at the wrong post there. Uh, there it is. Uh, Seth Greenberg uh, chimes in. He's a VSPN former Val Tech coach. Says, quote, Ryan Odom is an absolute home run hire. He's a world-class coach, teacher, and mentor, and even a better person. Ryan's gift is his ability to establish real relationships with his players and help them become the best versions of themselves. The Aggie fans will embrace his wide-open positionless style of play. The Logan community will love his family. I can't wait to visit the Spectrum for a game. And this time, I'll try not to get thrown out. Wait, what? That happened? And then Quinn Snyder, the Utah Jazz head coach. Quote, I have had the privilege of knowing Ryan and Lucia for over 20 years. Additionally, I have followed Ryan's coaching career from his days as an assistant to the job that he did at UMBC. Ryan has come out to visit us at the Jazz facilities, and we had a chance to talk basketball and share ideas. I know how excited he is for this new opportunity at Utah State. He has the experience and passion to continue to build an elite program in Logan, end quote. That is so dang cool to hear Quinn Snyder say Logan.
3: Yeah. Here's a good question I think we'll uh, file in, too. 6804 says, how does he view the transfer portal? Yeah, that's going to be a to get. We, we've that. talked
2: a lot about that. I mean, and now, again, Arizona has just parted ways with Sean Miller. They need a coach, and they got to get some talent there. Yep. Because I think they've lost a lot of talent due to all the allegations and the problems they've had. And with the Pac-12 getting better and better, as we've seen, they're going to need some help. And the quicker they can get a coach, the quicker they can get in the portal, the question is, is who that guy is going to be and how quick can they get him. Yeah. Yes. Everything he, you said. Completely agree. And, I, and honestly, I really do think that they're going to interview Luke Walton. I think that Damon Stoudemire gets a look. I think that some – Miles Simon. I think those former players, I don't know if he hires one of them, but I really do think that they get a look. It'd, I be, think it'd so. be crazy not to, right?
3: I think with the... the yes, I think, though, mentioning the assistant off of Baylor or Gonzaga staff would be good, especially especially Baylor's. So when you talk about how far Scott Drew has taken um, that program, I know you want some experience, Gonzaga staff, but the fact that they've been able to clean up, Baylor specifically has, I think is exactly kind of what Arizona's looking for. And as we saw this year in the tournament, Scott Drew had uh, his brother and two assistants in the NCAA tournament. It was Oral Roberts, North Texas, and Grand Canyon, and uh, obviously they got, between those three schools, they got three wins, as double, all of them double-digit seeds,
2: two of them 15 seeds. And by the way, Tim Miles was also officially announced today as the coach of San Jose State. What a weird Mountain West Conference it's going to be. Like Brian Dutcher, coaching talent. Leon Rice, Ryan Odom, Tim Miles, uh, Medved. Medved, Steve Alfred at Nevada is going to be getting going again. I think they're going to be good. Richard Pitino, if he can get the job done in New Mexico, it, they've got talent. They just got to put it together.
3: Still, one of those things is not like the other.
2: Yeah. One of those things
3: that doesn't belong. Can you tell me which one? Of th- it's land rice. It's rice. It's rice.
2: Can, can I? Uh, let's see. Nine nine three six. Oh, uh, Seth Greenberg, coached at Long Beach State. I did not. Know oh, that. I didn't know that. So that's how he got thrown out of the spectrum. Did not know that. And you know what? I, I got to be honest. You know what, Seth? You keep it clean, you're going to have a chance to never get thrown out. <laughs>
3: 2603, what's Coach Miles' background? He was at, what, Colorado State? Then he yeah. went to so, Nebraska. Yeah, he, he
2: was at May. So, like, wherever Craig Smith was, Tim Miles was. So <coughs> Excuse me. You're looking at, like, Colorado- May- Mayville, uh, South Dakota, Colorado State. As a head coach. Nebraska as a head coach.
3: He did did an okay job there. He's a Big Ten fan, I can tell you. He he did an okay job. It's a tough program, I think, to play basketball
2: Like, And you can't forget, he created Craig Smith. He created Craig Smith. Like, energy, I saw a little bit of his press conference today. Dude, he is every bit of Craig Smith. Craig Smith is every bit of Tim Miles. So he was at Mayville State, Southwest Minnesota State, North Dakota, Colorado State, then Nebraska. Uh, he was a head coach at Colorado State from 07 to 2012. They went from being a seven and twenty five basketball team in 0 and 0 16 in conference in his first year to going to fourth at 20 and 12 overall, eight and six in his last year there. At Nebraska, he was 15 and 18 to start, ended up 19 and 17 to end, but he was six and 14 in conference. Um, in fact, he his best finish was fourth place was fourth place in the uh, which is a big deal again Nebraska conference. is a football school NIT first round yeah he, he and it was solid. Visited, yeah it's tough to win again I think uh, the biggest thing
3: is just think of what Colorado State is now he was the big building block in that
2: sure I think Ab- that's really what you have to you. think of yep absolutely I would definitely agree with you on that one Sean Miller is gone though so my question is Sean Miller maybe doesn't get a job as a head coach anywhere else right like there's no way Someone wants that baggage. I'd
3: imagine he finds himself a cushy broadcasting gig until these uh, the accusations and all the investigations blow over and see what happens, and
2: then we'll see. I like what you said earlier, though, in the first hour. I think there's some stuff coming down the line, and Arizona was like, uh, yeah, it's time to go.
3: I mean, it would make the timing make sense because if they were unhappy with him, why didn't they fire him ahead of time? It would make way more sense to me if it was that they were like, all right, we're going to keep them. They're like, all right, we finally found some stuff. This is what's going to happen. Like, all right, we're firing the coach. That ought to soften this, right? The timing is suspicious.
2: Yeah. I, and, boy, that, like you said, the transfer portal is really opening up. By the way, there's a lot of Aggie fans tweeting about Craig Smith, and they don't think he's going to be all that. I don't know what's going on over there at Utah. It's a challenge, but uh, let's be respectful. Yeah. Good coach. Yeah, he's a he's a great coach. You kidding me? Be you crazy? You'd be lying if you didn't say he was a great coach. I mean Secondary. he comes to he comes to Utah State, wins three you know goes to the NCAA tournament three years in a row. Yep. Two out of three years he wins the Mountain West Conference Championship. He won, that's,
3: year, he won the regular season title. Yeah. That's,
2: there's no way. Yeah. There's no way. Yes.
3: I completely agree. I definitely think it's a it's a big challenge. I think it's a bigger challenge for him going from Utah State to Utah than it is for Coach Odom going from UMBC to Utah State.
2: All right, let's take a break. Coming back, we'll get ready for Coach Ryan Odom of Utah State. We're we'll going to have him here live on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
6: Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. I never thought about his golfing career, if it was going to continue.
2: When you get to be 45
6: or 46, just normal golfers on tour, you don't play competitive golf at a very high level on a consistent basis. But he's already had his career defined. I think he's the greatest golfer of all time.
0: Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. A fan.
6: This is Matt Whitaker, executive director of the Cash Community Food Pantry. At the Food Pantry, we serve many of the same individuals and families as CAPSA. I often hear, I don't know what I would do without CAPSA. Hearing these positive first-hand accounts increases my passion for CAPSA and reassures me that by supporting CAPSA, I am being a good steward of the community's support of the Food Pantry. Thank you, CAPSA, for being a valuable community partner.
0: When you know CAPSA, you know hope. Call CAPSA at 753-2500.
3: This is Larry from Larry's Pharmacies. Often commercial drugs don't meet individual needs. You may be allergic to fillers or dyes, need a unique strength or something that is unavailable. Compounding medicine is how pharmacy began. I have compounded meds for
0: over 30 years. My labs are state of the art and conform to the highest standards. My highly trained staff will compound it accurately and price it fairly. If regular
3: treatments don't work well, call me to see if there is a better, more economical alternative we can
1: compound for you. Stay well. Cash Valley is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. And now is the time to let the Allergy Clinic inside the Cash Valley Hospital help with venom testing for spring and summer. The Allergy Clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blodder and Robinette offer Cash Valley a full-time Allergy Clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cache Valley Hospital. The Allergy Clinic accepts most insurances, including SelectMed. Call the Allergy Clinic at 753-7880, 753-7880, I've got muscular dystrophy. During COVID-19, kids like me are at a greater risk. But the Muscular Dystrophy Association is here to help. MDA is what ensures they receive critical medical care at one of over 150 care centers. Please visit helpmda.org. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date?
0: Sure, um, we'll probably stay together.
1: Probably? It's been twenty-three minutes since I ate. I can probably swim.
0: Uh, you should wait thirty minutes.
1: Mm, okay, don't tell me what to do.
0: Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp.
6: I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get
1: a mulligan?
0: The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio. The Fan.
2: Kill one on... (laughs) Ah.
3: Happens to the best of us.
2: (laughs) My bad. (laughs) <laughs> what what station? Uh, 1069 FM, 1390 oh, one. AM, The Fan.
3: This is from the Bleachers Podcast, live during
2: the full corporate. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be. Uh, hey, where can people find our podcast, by the way? Uh, give them a little bit of a. a uh,
3: the easiest way is uh, to. So we post it or we shared on um, the uh, Facebook page for the fans. If you haven't found the 1069 The Fan Facebook page, um, it's there. We have a Twitter account as well. We have a Facebook page. Uh, it's from the Bleachers Podcast. We have a Twitter account. I believe it's at Bleachers Pod is what our uh, handle is. Um, Ajay and I tweeted. So if you follow either of us, I'm the AJ Knight. He's AJ Salvi. You'll find it. You You'll should find just find it. us anyway. Especially yeah. Ajay. He's got all your news.
2: Uh, no, I don't have all the news. I only have some of it. Most of it. And the one and the stuff that I do have, I can't report it. Usually, told to him a mouth shut. Until he
3: gets on the podcast
2: or the full court press. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, we're gonna get into some Utah Jazz basketball here coming up after Coach Odom joins us, which should be here in just moments. So we're awaiting the phone call from uh, Kyle and Coach Odom, and we'll get him on our air. But uh, uh, again, Jazz Suns tonight, eight o'clock on ESPN. Nets tonight are playing, and Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are gonna be on the court, but oh, no James Harden. No. And they got New Orleans. That'd actually be a
3: decent game.
2: You I'd, think so? I'd watch that. Really? Yeah, I'd buy that. The Nets, to
3: me, are one of those teams where it just depends on which team's going to show up.
2: San Antonio and Denver could be yes. interesting. That, okay, so give us your uh, blaws and goods. Um, let's see. Minnesota and Indiana right now, 24-22. Snooze, turn it off already. Cancel it. Washington, it. Whatever. W- Washington and Orlando. Forfeit. Who cares? New York and Boston. I'd watch that just
3: because I feel like New York's got a little bit of a chip this year. I, I kind of like them, even though I generally don't care for the Knicks.
2: Uh, let's see the Pelicans and Nets? You said yes, right? I'd watch that.
3: I definitely would watch. There's a lot of star power in that
2: one. Memphis and Atlanta? Nah. Nah. Mid- Dal- middle Road. Dallas and Houston? <laughs> no. Pass. Houston forfeits. Uh, Chicago or not Chicago, uh, Charlotte and OKC? Pass. Really? Pass. Okay. Uh, San Antonio and Denver?
3: I'm pass.
2: Really? On San Antonio and Denver? Eh. Spurs just haven't... I know. It is a little bit different. I get it. I get it. Denver and San Antonio will be all right to watch, I think. But the only... The two national TV games tonight are Brooklyn and New Orleans and Utah Jazz and Phoenix. Conveniently, those are the two I want to watch. No kidding, right? Is there any other games or any other reasons why you would want to watch? Brooklyn uh, New Orleans? No, I was looking this up
3: and I know we're going to get to Jazz and Phoenix a little bit later, but Brooklyn New Orleans, I think it's just about the star power. Uh, Kevin Durant's coming back, which I think is was uh, uh, is a good thing about it, but you know, uh, we were talking about that we did the 25 under 25 list for the uh, ESPN did, and so you know, you got to show it. They're a really young team. Can uh, Williamson and all those kids really improve? I mean, no one's asking them to win a championship right now, but they got to get in the postseed. so I want to see that. A lot of star power, and then you know, the number one or two seeds in the West, Phoenix and uh, Utah. Who wouldn't want to watch that?
2: I just had coach, and I think I just accidentally hung up on him. Hold uh, on. That's a great start. I'm going to blame it on Kyle. We lost him.
3: First interview with a coach. Your coach, you there? All right, cool, click. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> so <sorry. laughs> just, okay. uh, apparently, Ajay's not as big a fan of this hire as we thought. <laughs> Uh, Texas said your questions We're uh, about to have Coach Odom on New Utah State basketball coach 435-339-0321 The Guild Mortgage text line um, But yeah The press conference is at 1069thefan.com And you're about to get a, a, a Deep dive here as Ajay and I are about to talk to him As long as Ajay doesn't hang up on him again
2: I told him it was because he was a Dolphins fan Or at least formerly of a Dolphins fan That's why I hung up on him yeah, Do you so. think they're
3: taking pits? I think they're taking pits <laughs> <laughs> and now joining us here on the
2: Full Court Press, uh, AJ Knight and myself, uh, is the new head coach of the Utah State men's basketball team. It is Coach Ryan Odom. Coach, thanks for your time. Greatly appreciate you, and welcome to Logan.
4: Hey,
5: thanks so much. So excited to be here. Thankful.
2: How many interviews have you done? I mean, are you just sick of talking?
5: No, not at all. I love talking <laughs> ball. We can talk NFL yeah, I love, draft. I love talking wants. about Utah State and the Aggies and this new opportunity here,
2: uh, Coach. Well, let's really do it. Excited. Uh, can you just talk about the the interview process with Mister Hartwell? I, I got to quick call him Mister Hartwell. Yeah. He got mad at me today. John Hartwell, uh, and just what that was like. And you said in the press conference today, you feel like there was a like a mutual feeling of a fit. Can you explain on that?
5: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I, I meant what I said today, too. I mean, I think he's one of the best athletics directors in the country. Um, you know, he's, he's extremely – I didn't elaborate on what I meant there in the press conference, but, I mean, he's extremely competitive. He wants to win. Uh, he's trying to remove obstacles for his coaches in order to, to, to give them the best chance for success. Um, you know, certainly there's, there's, there's clearly an investment here in, in basketball – and, uh, you know, when he and I were sitting together uh, and, and visiting, it was apparent that, you know, we clicked, you know, and, and you kind of know if you're, if you're a match for one another, if you're not, if you can work together. And, um, because ultimately that's what this is. It's a partnership. I mean, again, I, it's not one, one coach, one athletics director, one player, uh, you know, it's a collaborative effort in, in order to, to, to win championships. And, um, yeah, I'm excited to, to move forward and, and partner with, with John.
3: Coach, I'm sure, you know, normally it is a uh, monumental task, I think, to make the adjustment coming in and talking to the assistants and players of a new program. But with the transfer year this year as well, I think it's another wrench added into the hurdles you have to get over to adjust and start setting up the program the way you want. Take us inside what the process has been like as you try to set this up and move forward into next season.
5: Yeah, I mean, I think you know the first thing, first thing you have to do is is communicate effectively with your team and your new team. And this is my third time doing this, and you know it's it, the transfer portal did not exist, you know, for Division II when I first took that program over. But we had a couple of guys that chose to, you know, move on and and go elsewhere. And you know, I, I think you know is that is that destined to happen here? Uh, you know, they'll they'll be. You know, some turnover already has been, obviously, you know, that that will happen. But at the same time, you know, we want to make sure that Utah State, you know, is is an elite program. And we have a lot to sell here, you know, at Utah State. And we've got guys in our program right now that understand how to win, that love this school. And so it's my job to get in there and be, be uh, you know, genuine with them and. Um, you know, try to get to know them, and and that's really where I'm going to spend my efforts. You know, over the next couple of weeks until they're done, you know, d- done with school. Um, obviously, we've got to get on the recruiting trail. We've got to fill the remaining scholarships uh, that we have um, with the right, you know, fits, you know, fit for, you know, our program. And part of that is is figuring out what we need, and and the only way to do that is to dig in with film and to dig in with you know, time on the court together and figuring out what are the strengths that we have here? I mean, that's really all I'm looking for. I'm not really looking for the weaknesses. I want to know what the strengths are and then how can we, you know, uh, you know, fill in around those strengths and accentuate those strengths, you know? Um, so that's my job there. And then also, you know, from a a staffing standpoint, you know, this is the furthest west obviously I've been, so I've got to, I've got to do what's right for, for Utah state. And, uh, and, and hire a, a staff worthy of working here, and a staff that you know, can continue to build upon the success that you know, has been established here uh, by Coach Smith and his staff.
2: Coach, is there any interest in recruiting overseas? Are you into that? Do you have connections to it?
5: Absolutely. I mean, we had we had guys uh, basically every year that I've coached. We've had guys that you know are from. Uh, overseas, international kids. Uh, we had two kids on on my most recent team at UMBC that were from London. Uh, one was a starting center when we beat Virginia. He was a freshman that year, and um, and the other was a point guard. He's about six three, good player. Uh, he was a first team All Conference player this past year. So yeah, I mean it's a we do have connections, you know, overseas, and uh, you know certainly there's there's a, a quite a few kids on our current roster that. You know, or uh, from overseas, which is a good thing. You know, the basketball overseas is 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 excellent. I mean, it's it's really, it's really. Uh, you know, our world is much smaller now. You know, especially with social media and uh, the internet and the ability to, to see kids on film now. Um, you know, it it definitely changes things.
3: Coach Odom, new head coach of the Utah State men's basketball team. Coach, uh, being a transfer, someone not from the state of Utah as well, was one of the. Things that was really interesting uh, from high school to college sports, learning about the the differences with the missionaries and stuff. How are you preparing to deal with that? Because that's got to be sort of unusual for you in terms of the uh, time offset timeline and recruiting in state.
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I actually love it. I mean, I think it's a it's a it's a niche for us, obviously. And that's a that's a poor way of saying it, but I mean, I think it's a match. You know, there are certain schools that are. You know, you take a Stanford, it's a high academic school. Certain kids just match that school because they're, you know, insanely smart and fit, fit that school, and they can play ball. You know, here, you know, we've got, we've got that you know, LDS, you know, um, kids that naturally are drawn to, you know, a Utah state. And, um, you know, obviously the mission that, that, you know, kids go on nowadays, I mean, they come back, you know, have having experienced, you know, uh, life that the normal freshman uh, you know, doesn't experience and they come back, you know, more worldly, more ready to give of themselves, more ready to, you know, to be coached and, and, and do for others. And, and I'm excited about, I'm excited about that. And, uh, you know, I, the more I've, I've read up on it, you know, it's, it's, it's an extreme positive for us and I'm excited that we have it.
2: How cool is it that you actually get to be 85 minutes south of your brother, uh, who's a, who's a scout for the Utah Jazz. I know you've talked about this ad nauseum and in spade, but I, I just think that's such a great connection that your brother's a Jazz scout and here you are at Utah State.
5: Yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, he's, uh, he's obviously extremely thankful for the opportunity that Dennis Lindsey and, and, uh, Quinn Snyder have, have given him and, and, uh, you know he's all about the Jazz, and uh, you know we have been too since since Quinn went went to, to Utah. And, uh, and I'm I'm pulling for them this year. They're obviously having an amazing season, and uh, you know hopeful that they'll they'll uh, continue to play that way you know through the rest of of the season into the playoffs.
3: Coach, without giving away any of uh, the secret sauce or secret recipes, <laughs> uh, what can fans expect offensively and defensively for what you kind of want to implement for Utah State?
5: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a, an aggressive style offensively. Um, it's a versatile game that we play. Um, I love guys that can dribble, pass, and shoot. I know that sounds pretty simple, but not everybody can do that. Like certain guys are rebounders, certain guys are this or that, defenders. Um, but all I, I like to be able – I think you're more versatile. Your team's harder to guard when you can get into offense quickly. That's when the defense is not set. And so we, we'll push the ball but we'll, uh, opportunistically, um, but we'll also, you know, be very mindful of taking, taking the right shots for our, you know, for our team. And uh, certainly we'll go at matchups, uh, you know, that we feel are favorable for us. And it's about finding the advantage and keeping the advantage. I mean, that's what our goal is every time down. Where's the advantage? Let's try to get it quickly. And then we've got to keep it and, and get the other team scrambling defensively to keep up.
3: Coach, I know they're your peers now, but we've seen a lot of name changes next to the head coaches in the Mountain West. Uh, what can you tell us from, from your perspective now moving into this conference about what the attitude is from um, being outside and now joining it, especially now with a lot more talent, I think, joining the coaching rankings in your conference?
5: Yeah, it's a great league. I mean, first and foremost, it's one of the most respected leagues in the country, and um, You know, obviously you've got the power fives and then just outside of the power fives, Mountain West is right there year in and year out. And you've got great coaches in this league. You've got seasoned coaches, veteran coaches. You've got some younger guys, you know, that are coming in and and have done great things. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm, I'm, uh, I know that the coaches in this league are certainly going to make me a better coach. And, uh, you know, I had that at, at, at both stops, you know, and, uh, they're great coaches everywhere. I coached against some amazing coaches uh, in Division II the year that I, I coached at Lenoir-Rhyne. One of them just got the job at Indiana State. Josh Schertz, who won a ton of games, you know, at Lincoln Memorial. And the America East coaches push me, you know, each and every day. I know this will be no different. And You've got three former coaches' sons, I think, in this league now. There, uh, there might be a fourth. I'm not sure, but I know Krueger, Patino, and Odom. <laughs> it was pretty, pretty good. Pretty Co- good company there,
2: Coach. Time's wrapping up for us, unfortunately, but I do got one more question. Uh, you had a chance to uh, uh, meet with the players, and I know you did a Zoom call with them before you were able to get here. Can you talk about what your first impression of these kids are, uh, especially leaders like Justin Bean and Brock
5: Miller? Yeah, I mean, just they're, they're men. You know, they're they're extremely mature. I mean, that was my first impression of them. Um, they were not they were not afraid to talk. Uh, sometimes when you get in a situation and those, those first moments where you're introduced to folks, you know everybody's kind of looking around the room. Who's going to say something? And you know I think they all kind of, in their own way, step step to the front. And so we've got a mature group here, guys that you know are very verbal and uh, clearly care about one another. or They're a connected group, and so we've got to build upon that. And we've got to make sure that we're we're doing our best as a, as a coaching staff to not only maintain that, right, but improve upon it. That connectivity, and uh, the only way you do that is you spend time together. You know, the more time that you spend together, um, you know, the better the better chance you have of being more connected. And uh, you know, I was I was extremely impressed with that first Zoom, um, you know, with the guys, and then the first meeting today with them. You know, they uh, you know they they handled themselves extremely well.
2: Coach, it's been an honor and pleasure to have you on our show. Greatly appreciate it. Fastest 10 minutes I've had in a long time here on this show, that's for sure. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for joining us. Look forward to hearing from you down the road and look forward to basketball season coming up soon. Thanks, Coach. Awesome. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, Coach. That's Coach Ryan Odom, head men's basketball coach of the Utah State Aggies now officially as their uh, press conference was today. Uh, It it was just like – it was different because – like in 2018 when Craig Smith and there's no right or wrong way I'm not saying this right but like when Craig Smith got here I mean it was you had to turn the mic down and you got one question per press conference because he was gonna go on for 30 minutes he comes in and he's just um it's not somber, he's just kind of even kill with Measure. his tone voice he's yeah. just you know it's everything's level and uh, but he was so confident in what he was what he was doing here uh, his journey here and being here he was confident that he was supposed to be here Uh, He was confident in the hire from John Hartwell. He was confident in these kids, these players, um, that they could, uh, and that them together as a team could put together something great. Uh, It was, it was unique and it was different, but it was really refreshing too, and because you felt like everything he said was sincere and genuine
3: well it makes sense too if you think about it if you think about where the program was when craig smith was hired that's what the that's what the team needed it needed that's what the program needed needed excitement needed a shot in the arm yeah and now the program has established itself as one of the premier programs in the mountain west what does it need now it needs someone at the helm who's confident he can continue to do it. it's exactly what the program needed it's the right energy level as far as i'm concerned for each each of those hires for where utah state was
2: Let's take a break. Coming back, we'll get you ready for Utah Jazz Phoenix Suns tonight at 8 o'clock here on uh, ESPN. It will also be airing on this radio station, which is 106.7 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. We've been preparing for this
1: one for a while. Our anniversary sale is months in the making. This is Ed at Fisher Home Furnishings. We reach out to all of our best-name brands for their absolute best deal. Flex Steel, Lazy Boy, Bassett, Serta, Bernhardt,
2: Hanson, and RJ Selvason. Thank you for being along the ride yeah, with us. Our listeners aren't incredible. Awesome. They really are, Eric. Greatly appreciate them, and uh, are grateful you guys are a part of the full-court press with us. 2776, where's AJ? That's, I'm out of here. <laughs> you know. Where's <laughs> Where's AJ? You want to know where AJ is? I'll go get AJ for you. Weekdays
0: from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It's that first
2: kiss
6: then mom! In time.
1: Engagement season is in full swing and Jarek's Fine Jewelry has been helping hundreds of couples find the perfect ring. If you are getting engaged, you have to come browse our collections. Sometimes you may find the perfect ring in just a minute or we can help you custom create your own design. Oh, and with Mother's Day almost here, talk to us about designing the perfect mother's ring. Jarek's
0: Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. The new home for the full-court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
2: 106.9 The Fan, AJ 9 Amajay i Salveson. Big thanks to uh, Kyle Cotton for putting that interview together for us. He has been yes. a very, very, very busy guy today. And uh, as has Coach Odom, and both of them were able to take some time and uh, join us here on the Full Court Press. We greatly, greatly appreciate those Look, guys for doing that. you already got a claim to fame.
3: You're probably the first one in the Utah State fandom to hang up on him.
2: Oh, dude, I feel – okay, so I pushed a button over here, and then as soon as I pushed it, I didn't hear Kyle, and I was thinking, oh, my gosh, I hung up on him. I feel so <laughs> bad. And so when I got it back, Kyle's like, oh, Jay, here he is again. And I just <laughs> hear Coach go, all right, let's try it again. <laughs> he, was, he was so polite. He was so kind. Uh, yeah, my bad. Don't hang up on the head coach of the Utah State team when you're the ideal. The <laughs> ideal. Hey, it's what went wrong Wednesday. I totally forgot about this until you reminded me. Uh, what went wrong, AJ? Easy. Gonzaga got out hustled, out physicald, out athletic out
3: everything. They got out everything except for poor play. Seriously, like I hate the narrative because you don't want to take anything away from Gonzaga. Because I do think Gonzaga was a very good team. Baylor was just better. Yeah, but the problem is, is when two of your best players, Timmy and Kispert. The, the headband bros, <laughs> the Bass Brothers, can't get any of their shots off because they, they they can't do anything to create space, can't get open, none of that. Uh, sorry, you're just not athletic enough. And frankly, again, am I surprised that Baylor won? No, because I, I think people forget that Baylor was right there most of the year with Gonzaga. The surprising thing is that Gonzaga got obliterated.
2: Yeah, my what went wrong is going to be updated to today and Arizona and Sean Miller. Like, why didn't this happen earlier? Why is it all They're of a sudden happening now? A minute, in a really, yep. And it's bad timing. You mentioned this. It's really bad timing. The transfer portal's full. You need to get kids out of there for talent. Now you got to look for a coach. I mean, there's all sorts of issues here. Yeah,
3: I agree. I mean, again, I bet you the, I bet you the Loyola guy would have taken Arizona over OU, but they waited too long, and... and I mean, we talked about this a lot yesterday, really, there weren't that many big jobs that came open, especially when you look at the fact that texas texas tech stayed i think in house and yeah, how about that Mark in-house.
2: Adams, right? I think it's who Texas tech got, yeah, and then uh who else did one more team did u n c did u n c stayed in house
3: and yeah. so and then the Minnesota was a big ten job, but they took an assistant from was it Xavier Xavier right, yeah, which didn't make any sense to me, but eh.
2: Hey, we don't have a lot of time here, but Utah Jazz Suns tonight, 8 o'clock on ESPN. Big game, number one versus number two in the Western Conference. Give me a couple keys for the Jazz, that what they need to do to be able to get a win over Phoenix. And actually, let me before that, let me ask you this. How big of a game really is this for the Utah Jazz and for the Phoenix Suns?
3: Um, I think it's big psychologically, but I don't want to overstate it because the problem with both of these teams is really, even if they finish 1-2, it's going to matter in the postseason. So I think it's huge for the Jazz to put up some – try to keep – continue to keep a buffer as the number one seed because I do think home court will matter once we finally get to the playoffs. But the keys, Jazz, shoot better. Don't let the Suns shoot better. I mean, really, it was just a make-or-miss game against Dallas. Dallas has been hot, but Dallas was scorching from outside and the Jazz couldn't make anything.
2: Who has a better game, Devin Booker or Donovan Mitchell?
3: Donovan Mitchell. I think Donovan Mitchell.
2: Dude, Devin has a way of going off on the Utah Jazz, just like showing up. When the U- he plays the Utah Jazz. And and by the way, Chris Paul, point guard, as good as Mike Conley has been, this is going to be his biggest challenge tonight. Like This team is a, uh, really well-ran with Chris Paul at the head. Two really good vets. Two Hall of Famers, as far as I'm concerned. Is Mike Conley a Hall of Famer?
3: I think so. I think it'll take him a minute. See what it, this Jazz run does for him. I think the problem is, is that he was so good in Memphis, but he was just lost. I think he, he'll get there.
2: If he would have won an NBA championship, he'd be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, no doubter but he ain't going to win one, so it ain't going to matter. Ooh, there it is. Ooh, burn. Oof. Eat it. You know who's also not going to win one? Devin Booker. That is, well, yeah, that is true. Suns aren't going to ever win one. No. I would absolutely agree with you with that on yeah, that no, one. they're not. Hey, uh, biggest takeaways you got from uh, Coach Odom here on our show? I think you said
3: it best. Uh, it, confidence. Confident. He, I think he has a plan. He has a vision. Uh, but he's quietly confident, which I think is what this program needs. It's a... Uh, Utah State knows what it can do. It's there. He is confident to continue that, and I think that that's how the fans should carry themselves, they're confident that they're one of the best teams in the Mountain West.
2: You know, another thing that really kind of hit me hard, uh, again, It he said in his press conference, I'm sure he said in other interviews today that he's done, but like his main priority are the kids that are on this team right now. He's not looking at the transfer portal saying, okay, let me grab who I can get a starting point guard and a, a starting shooting guard. No, Brock Miller, Justin Bean, Raleigh, Markle, those guys on this team right now, are his number one priority, which is awesome. I I, I love that. He's, he's not thinking transfer portal or recruiting. He's thinking, these guys, how do I get these guys to want to stay and be a part of this team? A
3: lot of experience on that team, so
2: yeah, the, it would be good. The overseas, he was really all about overseas recruiting, wasn't he?
3: I was not surprised because I didn't know, but I think that's a good sign because Utah State's definitely made some hay there, especially oh, yeah. under Coach Smith.
2: Oh, yeah. they. Uh, I mean, uh, Shulga, Berstow, of course, is Kedah Yeah. Um, was probably their best one I've yeah. ever seen on, from overseas. So, yeah, uh, we will post that interview here later on tonight at some point. I don't know. I'm going to be here till 10, it looks like. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get it up at some point tonight. We'll also have our show today. Uh, AJ, thanks so much for joining me, dude. I know it's been kind of a long week. You're going from VFX or the program director at Cole and now you're on our show right now. So happy
3: to do it. I'll be here all week. Been Monday. exhausting.
2: Yeah, you'll be. Yeah, you'll be here with us on Monday, won't you? I yep. forgot about that. Filling in. Uh, we'll continue to try to get aggie Guest on for you guys to be able to hear from. Uh, I'm working on a couple other things as well. Uh, for in regards of interviews to uh, keep you guys updated in the college basketball world and, and even athletics world of Utah State. So for AJ now, I'm AJ Salzen. A big thanks to all of you who are a part of our uh, show from our Gil Mortgage text line. Yes. A big thanks to Gil Mortgage for being a part of our show as well. You can call them at four three five. 294-2480. Good night, everybody.